0: Oh my gosh. And, you know, like Leah thinks it was like last week. (laughs) And I'm like, holy crap. It only feels like that, uh, yeah. <laughs> I guess. Mean, it does I mean, feel on, like it's only been um, on, <laughs> on On some levels, I'm kind of like, hey, that's kind of a good thing, right? Yeah. I, I mean, like, do you actually remember what happened like a month ago? But, anyways. No. <laughs> so, let's do a lovely recap. And I am going to call on Ms. Sigrun from the murky depths of about, what, two months ago? Three months ago. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Three months ago. What is your recollection? Of what happened the last time you were here. Uh, this I wanted. this <laughs> I wanted.
1: Sigrun was trying to rescue Swordmother, and uh, she was she, she was, was trying to be nonchalant, nonchalant and fit in and just be like, like a you know messenger type as opposed type to like uh, someone like in uh, command. And, and she went up to the head honcho mean woman, and uh, <laughs> she saw right through Sigrun, and uh, like was like Caesar! and then Sigrun started going down yeah. like, like it's like towards, towards dungeon trying, trying to hone in on Swordmother, sword mother, sword mother. Uh-huh. and uh yeah and then and it, it gets,
0: gets a little blurry, blurry from there
1: and gets a little blurry.
0: <laughs> do you remember where you kind of ended up or like did you just kind of run away or um, I, I know i was looking
1: for sword mother and i think there was something happened like uh ended ended up somewhere, up somewhere else, else. Hmm. yeah she, she ended, ended up like somewhere, somewhere, somewhere
0: in the the, the, the yeah, shadow some, and and you know, I,
2: I, I, thought Sword Mother was some kind of beast. Yeah.
0: What? What? Wasn't there some sort of like? Uh, yeah. Oh like yes, that horrible part. part. Yes. Thank you, Karen. <laughs> Thank you, Cassandra. That iron trap mind. Yes. Yes. Because I always I count on Karen
1: to remember, remember everything, and you now no, I don't. I, I don't, feel I like don't I
0: have, have to. to. <laughs> <laughs> well, Please,
2: I, was your, I was getting your. I was getting your storyline mixed up with Katie's
0: it's always easy oh okay. yeah
2: so then I was like no that was Katie that would no it, the, the, that's what <laughs> that's what <seeking> doing.
0: <laughs> yeah because because Katie also got got in a sort of cliffhanger yeah. moment what the heck is happening <laughs> yeah. oh my god this is weird but, but we are going to not mention that since Miss Katie is off in Pennsylvania having yes. a great time at PAX and uh, sending s- us pictures. Sending constantly. us pictures constantly, which is cool. Uh, apparently there's like a Dune role playing game. Dwan. <laughs> <laughs> <Anyways>. <laughs> <laughs>
3: no,
2: there's a Dune role playing game, so I think the hint is that you get that game and then we play it. <laughs> when
0: lifting the veil wraps uh, up. <laughs> anyways. And uh, so then I am going to go to our intrepid trio, Cassandra and the twins. Do you want to kind of maybe give me a, a recollection of what happened last week? Last week? It was a month ago. Oh, was it, was, was it a month ago? Oh, my gosh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's only... Oh, yeah, who really, thinks I it a month ago? Uh, do either of you remember
4: what happened?
0: <laughs> oh, you guys. I, do. <laughs> I don't
4: remember. All right.
0: Well, uh, we well. got a tarot call. Oh, Old Cassandra oh, got a tarot, tarot call
4: and the twins joined it's in.
2: It's
0: actually called so Trump.
4: Uncle
2: yeah, Trump called. Uncle it.
0: Kane? Mm hmm. Oh,
4: yes, that's right.
0: Uncle Kane, yeah. Give, Give us some hot
4: tips on what's been, been, been happening back on the home front. front.
0: And for Sarah's uh, entertainment and edification, can you kind of summarize what that might be?
4: (laughs) 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 be (laughs) Uh, uh, Basically, there are uh, armies forming on the outside of Amber and uh, wades into
0: are getting blocked off uh-huh. either by invaders or by
4: defenders, uh uh-huh. huh? And specifically, specifically,
0: else. It, it's sort of like a defensive impasse against the invading forces, presumably of chaos, versus the defending forces in Amber, um, and they are sort of stopped. Or neutralized at what's called the golden circle and the golden circle is essentially the series of primary shadows that are closest to amber itself so basically one shift away uh, and so um, whereas the rest of, 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 of shadow is most definitely uh, f- uh, full with uh, sort of enemy forces. Um, and so what Cain um, what was sort of reporting back uh, in exchange for information from Cassandra uh, was, uh, you know, I- I essentially that kind of state of the affairs. And then there were some questions because Cain, uh, in doing his part as a member of the the, the royal court, um, basically called Cassandra to task on behalf of Eric, Eric asking Cassandra, you know, uh, how is your quest going to seek oaths of loyalty from your cousins? And Cassandra, how did you respond to uh, that request?
2: What was the... What?
0: the, the so, so, remember, Cain, at the end of his kind of... You know, the, the information sharing that you guys uh-huh. had. Uh, he was saying, Well, now I have to ask on behalf of the king what is happening with you all oh,
2: my actual quest yeah
0: your actual quest right because you one of the things one of the conditions for your release from Amber was that I
2: hadn't found everybody yet
0: right so you kind of dissembled a little bit yeah. and you're saying oh well I managed to locate a, a, a couple of them yeah. um, but I haven't found everybody yet and right. so I, I'm not going to bring I'm everybody. not returning
2: until uh-huh. I have found everybody Right, and of
0: course, I mean, an offer was made to both Sorrel and uh, uh, um, Tycho. You know, if they wanted to go to Amber to swear a fe- uh, an oath of fealty, they certainly could, but that was politely declined. And then, after all that information, and included some uh, uh, additional discussions with Merlin, and sort of. The deal that you reached with him, Cassandra, was essentially if he helps you recover the Jewel of Judgment, then he is going, uh, you are going to uh, basically allow him to walk the pattern or a pattern.
2: Yes, that's correct.
0: Yes. Okay. All right. Um, And then what else happened? I think we decided to try and
4: go off after Elena and the Jewel of Judgment, and... Oh! He... I, I can't remember the why we decided night. this, but what what Sorrel had some sort of connection to... Oh, yeah Sorrel yes, had a connection to the Jewel, <laughs> but well, she can't walk the pattern.
0: Correct. So she
4: and Typen tried to do their frequent my mode, and it worked a little too well. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, aren't we turning into some... Kind of strange creature.
0: A hydra. Oh, hydra. A hydra. We, we that's right, we're a, a hydra.
4: We're a hydra. We ran up against apparently the edge of the universe or some yes. sort of blank wall at the yes. edge of a universe.
2: Yes, because we were going super fast.
0: We got cut off. We just,
2: yeah, we just hit it.
0: Yeah, and, and you know, if, if I kind of for a second shift into a quote unquote metagame here, right? So mm. you know, the attunement to the pattern. Um, you know, immensely powerful can you know basically allow you to shift and bend reality and probability. Allows you to move throughout shadow to seek the object of your desire. Yes,
2: and we're seeking the jewel of judgment.
0: Now here's the the problem, right? Again, the only person who has a real connection uh, and is believed to have actually seen and touched and therefore can sense that the essence of of the of the jewel of judgment is sorrel right and this goes back to that fight with that big kind of dragon where you know sorrel got taken over and she was fighting sigrun and all that kind of stuff so that was her exposure but of course You know she can travel through shadow but it uses the broken pattern because she's not attuned to the real thing
1: right
0: now that said um, they were like oh well you know can I you know telepathically kind of share this information with uh, you know Tycho or Cassandra and and see whether or not they can do it and and you know Tycho does have this kind of psychic mind connection with his twin so you started going off into shadow and it was sort and of i
2: got stuck in in the space where i was and i was stretching
0: very yeah and yeah. i was
2: like a parasite on them right and then but i did oh something <laughs> and then i did something to become a hydra head
0: right so so anyways it was this whole kind of very interesting like how do i interpret a shadow walk with a person who, A, has a broken pattern, B, another person has a pattern, C, another person who is along for the ride but could influence and maybe even, like, you know, change but has no idea what's actually going on. And the other person who's I- involved in this Merlin. was Merlin. Yes. Who doesn't have, uh, you know, pattern at all, but he has some weird chaosian po- mm-hmm. power. So, in, in essence, a lot of it was, like, uh, you know, Duan trying to shift shadows and trying to say, well, you know, I do this. And I, I was like, well, who are you exactly? Yes. <laughs> and then are you Sorrel? And then are you are you Cassandra? <laughs> and then Duane did a really cool thing because a lot of the imagery was focused al- along uh, Sorrel and the w- world serpent and that right. kind of stuff, right? And uh, Cassandra, you were this like weird psychic parasite. Yes. So Duan said, oh, I'm gonna get rid of this parasite by, you know, shedding my skin.
4: Yes. And
0: then, you know, so when you shed the skin, that's when you guys had an opportunity to kind of describe things a little bit differently. And then you said, "Oh, we're gonna become three. We're gonna become a hydra." Oh my god. Yeah, it got weird as hell. And I mean, this was definitely one of those things. Like, I was expecting Katie to show up, and she wasn't able to. I'm like, what the hell do I do now? (laughs) so it got really weird which is why I definitely encourage you to listen to that podcast because it was so funny it was fun (laughs) and with that we are going to return exactly to that scene. So WHAM! You strike the barrier at the edge of the universe. After moving essentially like, you know, infinite speed, you strike the immovable object and all of you are hurled out of your current forms. WHAM! WHAM! Roll! Roll! Smash! And you hit the edge of something and It hurts. It hurts in body. It hurts in mind. It hurts in spirit. It's almost as if your very essence is being stretched and pulled and ripped apart and then rolled and smashed into this thing. And you remember striking a barrier and, you know, jagged shards of glass or, you know, jolts of, of of arcane energy flowing over you as you bust. You know, you break through barrier after barrier after barrier. But when you finally hit this final one, like you just all kind of shatter and and almost basically break apart into your separate entities. So
2: we're not a Hydra anymore?
0: <laughs> well you and and you sort of can regain consciousness and for a second, and and the weirdness of flowing through infinite shifting fractal space, this almost kaleidoscope doctor who stretchy warpness, that has all kind of gone away. Yet, as odd and as strange and psychedelic as that experience is, you are in a place that, almost rivals that and it's like everywhere around you you can see on the edge of the horizon this shifting almost incandescent molten lava glow except for it's not quite red and orange it actually tinges more towards pinks and violets and blues and you know you can see these almost nebulaic gusts of of energy that kind of burst into the air and kind of flow upwards like a geyser of of weird energies and floating off in the distance are like one two five seven giant boulders and rocks that are floating in midair, basically in their own kind of orbit. And like, you know, they're they're hanging upside down. And it's almost like physics in here is a little bit stretched and broken. And you can see endless starlight that kind of filters out to the horizon. But in front of you, and this is what you have hit, is an island of... Rock at the edge of an abyss and the floating pillars of stone that revolve all around this kind of space.
2: Does this seem familiar at all? Like something we may have heard about? Like, about chaos? Is Merlin with us?
0: Merlin is not with you. Now... It's interesting, Cassandra, that you're searching for patterns, trying to relate it back to chaos. Now, you don't have direct experience or study or really any exposure to what chaos is or what it could have been. So this is sort of outside. Like you have nothing to really compare it to.
2: But it's not ordered. So it could be chaos.
0: Well, there is a strange order to the place, and in fact, this island of stone and rock and this purple magma explosions, I mean, it has a solidity to it, even though everything is kind of moving around. Now, there is something maddeningly familiar about this place, and searching a little bit and just allowing your mind to kind of process it, you understand maybe what that is. There are elements of Corwin's tower here, almost as if Carwin's prison or the keep, and in fact, Tycho and and Sorrel, you guys were just there. Um, th- th- there is some. Th- similarity of feeling to it and in fact you can see at the edge of the the top of of the the island of rock there does appear to be some sort of structure and a kind of winding path that leads all the way up.
2: Oh so we can we can get to this structure Presumably. once we're past the, the immovable object.
0: Yeah and, and the immovable object if anything would be this rock, this area. Oh, okay. Okay. Now, again, you guys are, are hurt pretty badly, and I would say, Cassandra, you not possessing shape shifting or any such kind of regenerative ability, I would say that you're in a little bit worse shape than, like, than the twins.
2: Oh, <sighs> is this chaos? What's going on? Oh.
0: All right. oh <laughs> So, no sign of Merlin that you can tell. What
3: happened to Merlin? Well, we're back to our own senses, all right.
0: Back to your own senses. Yeah, you're no longer this kind of hybrid, connected spirit or entity, unless you want to return to that state.
2: I think I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I don't need to be a hydrant It was cool when it lasted. Um, <laughs> where did Do Merlin you... go?
3: I asked, I turn to the others and say, um, our, our companion, do we know where he's gone?
2: No, that's what I was just asking. Where is he?
4: I got the sense that perhaps he might have fallen behind.
2: I mean, I nearly fell behind. I was stuck in a, and I think it was Merlin who was holding me back.
0: Now I'm going to say to all three of you. I mean there still is that residue of your kind of psychic mind meld for a second and you remember quite clearly within that experience one of the things that was very clear to you especially as you all you know independently seem to gather and say we are going after this 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 thing that right. we are tracking that we are we are uh, you know seeking right after making that sort of you know tripartite decision it kind of, you know, recalls to you that there was a quarry that was fleeing and was trying to evade you. And you can still, there, it's almost like a, a, like a canine scenting on the wind or a bloodhound kind of detecting the trail of a quarry. And you know that whatever you were chasing is here maybe not here in this immediate environment but definitely in this particular area you can still sense that they it whatever it is is here
2: but we don't know if that was merlin or not
0: yeah you don't know <clears throat> sorrel I'm, I'm, not not
4: sure sure. I'm not sure entirely sure, uh, sure. what, what? Form she ended up in, but at the moment she's going to take her battle form and uh,
0: try and catch that scent. Okay. So, Sorrel, the quickness at which you shift from your humanoid form to your serpent form is incredibly fast. There is something about this environment which makes it very easy. And then, like, Cassandra, like, you've never seen it this before. And all of a sudden, <laughs> now, here's a question, right? You have this sort of reptilian snake person form. But you also have your avatar form, which is one more of the great worm. And what I will say, there is a very, very strong pull for you to become the actual serpent rather than your intermediary battle form. So what do you choose to do with that pull?
4: I think feeling the pull and feeling how easy it is, I'm definitely going to
0: take my avatar form. Okay. And what's crazy also and you, again, you're not sure, like, you've never, like... And, and Tyco, you know, based on your own changes, like, there's a limitation on how quickly you can even shift. And normally, you're not able to kind of grow mass, right? You, you basically, I, I mean, you do a little bit, but not to the extent that Sorrel just did. And, you know, what her current form is kind of... You've never seen that before—that quick and that solid, and the amount of mass that she's gained is—is is, it's incredible to you and a little bit scary. <clears throat> okay.
3: Do, Do you, I feel you, any of the same type of pull? To um,
0: let's say exchange? that there is a pull that wants to take you out of your humanoid form. This environment that you are in with the explosions and the geysers of lava, there is an inherent physical threat and danger to this physical environment, and you feel the pull to shift towards it. But it's, it's not the same as what happened to Sorrel. Now, Sorrel, you can taste your prey Immediately, and it is hurt, and you smell and taste the beginning edges of panic, desperation, and fear. And he is, it is so close. What do you all do?
3: So I will um, shift to my um, battle form and um, look to see what Sorvald does next.
0: Okay. And your, the again, the agility and the facility to which you shift seems to be augmented and accelerated here. And if anything, um, you feel like the urge to... There is more edges and blades and, and sharp, um, you know, thorns that edge in your kind of beetle carapace form. And it's almost like in other places, there was a limitation on what those things could be, maybe defined by physics and natural stresses upon a form. But all that seems to not be in play here. And like if you want to go even more spiky, even more bladed, even more dangerous, you can. And the question is, do you?
3: Um, I think I need to stay more in a defensive um, capability because uh, you know, Cassandra is not looking so good. So, so maybe, maybe I start to reach for that, but then I look back at Cassandra, I see that she's kind of hurt, and then um, if I'm going to be able to, you know, help and protect her, I can't be as dangerous, I don't think.
0: Okay. Do you wish to alter your form such that your form is more defensive and more armored? maybe not yeah. as bladed and as as you know w- cause damage you know like for example yeah to Cassandra. but but okay uh so tell me what that looks like
3: hmm. okay so, so i guess uh it's more like you know like how there's some beetles that are like uh those black scarabs that are uh that kind of have the sheen on their um on their shell, mm-hmm, the
0: carapace, and I think that
3: yeah, the carapace, and I think so. My carapace is more, it's more hardened. Mm-hmm. Maybe even has a bit of a um, like the texture almost looks rock-like.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, that's
3: cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so, so, I mean, you, you're you very solid, very bulky. And, I mean, Cassandra, you look in amazement at him. Like, I mean, Tycho is a well-built, powerful warrior. Yeah. But this is, like, scary, right? Like, right. you wouldn't want to be... It's. It, I mean, it's not giant-sized, but the bulk of it and the power that just radiates from him is, like, really impressive.
2: And I think I'm kind of scared of Sorrel. If I uh, see a giant serpent. Uh, uh,
0: yeah. like and, and Sorrel, what are you doing right now?
4: Uh, Sorrel is just kind of glancing at the others and she's going to tell them that he senses him and she wants to go after her. Right. I don't think she knows entirely who him is at the moment. I suspect it's Elaine, but she just wants to go
0: after her. Cassandra, oh. you do notice something a little bit strange about Sorrel, her serpent's face like one eye is sort of missing an empty from a socket perspective right (laughs) so there's this like huge mass of scar tissue over let's say the right side of her head whereas on the left side it's perfectly quote-unquote normal for a giant snake-like creature (laughs)
2: Sorrel, what happened to your eye? Does she understand?
0: I don't know. Sorrel, do you understand?
4: Yeah.
0: You see this... I she
4: understands. It's like, there's nothing wrong with my eye. What are you talking about?
0: <laughs> yeah, now, it, that doesn't come out. It, it, it's, it's... There's nothing <laughs> wrong with my
4: eye. okay! Okay. <laughs> 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 eat anyone who
0: says yeah. otherwise. Yeah. Mind comes out. Tycho, I'm curious, uh, are you doing anything with your psychic link?
3: Um, I think. We're, we're we're towards our so uh, what since we're in close proximity and um I'm going to I'm gonna assume that um, that sorrel really wants to get going and she may, might even already be moving in that direction, that maybe I reach up with my psychic link just so that you're still connected, because I'm figuring in my more bulky state I'd probably be moving slower than usual. Um and so I might just be trying to keep that connection there, right? Um, not really, not trying to go for, like, a mind meld or anything like that, uh-huh. but, like, um, keep track of where she is and also let her know where I am.
0: Okay, that's fair enough. And, I, I mean, Sorrel, that, that is familiar in the way that twins share that kind of sense and connection. And, I mean, you can definitely taste your kin in the air. But what you taste more strongly, more immediately, is your prey. What do Sorrel you? Sorrel is going to take
4: that reassurance sure? of Tycho keeping keep tabs on her to, to just go. go.
0: All right. And follow the scent. Okay. So this. And how large do you become, Sorrel? Uh oh. I
4: think she would be a good couple stories for long.
0: Okay. Um, you all, especially Cassandra, you notice Sorrel is gaining mass. And there are these streaming tendrils of that violet-pink energy that seem to coil around the rocks that are rotating. And then they sort of float over... And actually start being directed or pulled into Sorrel. And it's almost like she's pulling energy from the ambient area. And it is translating that energy into mass. And like she's just said, she's a couple of stories now, right? No longer humanoid at all. <laughs> it's this massive, massive creature.
2: Tycho, what's happening to Sorrel? She's scary. <laughs>
0: All right, Sorrel, um yeah, like I mean it, it's it's a quick flow up uh, essentially a, a a canyon of jagged rock that leads upwards towards you can see almost like a cliff area that hangs over the the abyss that seems to kind of open up into this weird you know, uh, glowing nebulaic sky, but at the very edge of that is some sort of keep, some sort of, uh, you know, building. And somewhere there, your prey is, you sense that the fear is increasing and the desperation multiplies. What do you do?
4: I'm gonna taste the air and search out the, the tower, tower
0: to see if I can find. Okay, so that. The, the the tower and and you flow so quickly and and you know you maneuver so powerfully that you know almost within a couple of of blinks. Uh, You kind of, you know, move up and slither up and you're smashing aside, you know, rocks on either side of the ravine and you kind of get into that one area. Now, there is a larger area which seems to kind of um, extend upwards and it is like the sort of final area before you get to where the ground becomes level. And at the very top of it, there does appear to be a tower. Now, standing, and you can directly scent that your prey is directly there. There is a humanoid that you recognize, and definitely that is your cousin, Alain. However, gathered in his hand... And surrounding around him, you can tell that he has erected some sort of arcane structure, arcane force, a web, a net, or something that is basically starting to flow out and uh, go from around, um, you know, the tower. And it's flowing everywhere, almost creating like this, this... Mixture of energy that is, you know, uh, flowing and wrapping and, and extending beyond the tower itself. Now, the rest of you, uh, how are you keeping up, if at all, with Sorrel?
2: Am I even able to walk? Like, how badly injured am I?
0: So, you're starting to feel a little bit better now. You're still a little bit kind of woozy and, like, okay. you feel you've got a, a bit of a limp. And you definitely, unless you do something different, like, you're going to be quite behind, mm-hmm. especially as, as fast as, as Cyril is going. Now, Tycho, um, tell me what you're doing in relation to to Cassandra. Um, do you want to help her out, or like, what are you doing at this point?
3: Can I put Cassandra on my back and um, carry her?
0: Sure, sure. That's I what. don't mind. Okay. <clears throat> All right, so, uh, uh, and and then you have her, and she's light as a feather, and, like, his bulk is reassuringly armored. Okay, what do you do?
3: And I, like, run forward as fast as I can. I feel like I'm probably still more lumbering than because I decided to go into this more armored mode. Uh, but I'm moving as quickly as I possibly can to try to keep up.
0: Okay, so you kind of, you know, run after, but then um, something happens as your, your your foot, like you take one step, two step, and like you are covering massive amounts of distance, and you're actually starting to kind of, you know, catch up with with Sorrel's bulk, but then all of a sudden, the ground breaks and shatters beneath you, almost as if there were sections of the ground that were weakened deliberately, and your heavy bulk and both of you fall okay now as that happens um Alain basically you know brings his hand out and you can see like this expansion of almost pure darkness that seems to weave around his hands and grow, grow it in intensity and like you can see these kind of spike spiky tendrils actually whip about and uh and it says and he says and it's amplified by whatever it is stop and that's directed at the worm what do you do sorrel sorrel i will
4: hold my position and address him directly by name
0: okay what do you say
4: i will ask do you have the jewel of judgment
0: What will you do if I say yes? And you can see even as you are having this conversation, his hands are not stopping moving. And you can see a flash of golden light begin to form almost like a surrounding portal behind him that begins to whirl and glow with golden energy. Why do you want it anyways?
4: Because you took it from me.
0: What do you mean I took it from you? This is nonsense. You think just because you take on this form that you somehow are the serpent? Is that what you pretend? Now that doorway portal Around him now it actually snaps to a mirror sheen and you can see light and almost like a different color kind of wink in from beyond and it solidifies. And you can see on his other side another portal begins to open.
4: Close the portals! (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to try and edge my way forward towards him. him. Uh, and tell him, uh, I had more right to it
0: than you. How are you doing this? Did I not say stop? This is not your place. You do not know what this is, yet you come here, an invader. Why? I always sought that you was a respectable one, that you had decency of all of us. You were the one who I could look to, to not feel compared against, not always in constant competition. You alone were decent. So why do you pursue me and then the second portal snaps to glass tycho and cassandra you are falling and you can feel yourself actually breaking past the the you know like the stone and the earth and you have actually fallen beyond the edge of this kind of stone structure and you're starting to fall through space literally and you can see yawning below is this massive chasm that extends into eternity and everywhere it's like a swirling vortex and maelstrom of energy just there pulsing and breathing and you're starting to fall towards it
2: Shadow walk onto a floating boulder. Okay.
0: Um,. Yes. And in this area, it is difficult and it takes more energy than you normally are able to. But again, and you feel the pulse within your mother's amulet, Mm -hmm. right? Sort of almost creating a little bit of mental focus for you. And, you know, you take one, two, three steps and then you actually end up on one of those kind of floating areas. Tycho, what are you doing? sorry your mic broke up can you just repeat
3: yeah sure uh i am changing into my avatar form
0: Ooh. okay now with that again your avatar form is that kind of armored flying beetle Okay. Now yep. you can flow into this. And in fact, like there is something incredible about the energies in here. And if you want to, I don't know, take your form into the next level, you absolutely can. Just tell me what that looks like.
3: So I think in this, yeah, I guess what might I, happen is that um, before my wings were normally, it was more like this beetle. So there's like the I don't know how to say it, but there's like those the um, you know the the wings that are over your waist kind of thing. Okay. Um, like because like beetles, they have these
0: like oh, it's like that kind of yeah. armored shell yeah. bit, like like a, a yeah. ladybug, right. right? When it opens yeah, up, yeah, this yeah, okay, yeah. okay, so I'm it has the thick. Yeah, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I, I get the it. I get it. That's cool. That's cool. Uh huh.
3: And I think those like, opens up now. Like that was my old form, but I think um, I started to um, get sleeker and like, like like a four-way, so that I became I became like Dragonfly. Wings.
0: Ooh, someone's watched Dune. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> no no Dude, what are you talking about i hate that <laughs> <laughs> yeah what's dune what's dune
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay so dragonfly multiple wings
3: yeah and um and so and so i think what i'm trying to go at this point now that like um um Cassandra has has uh you know shadow walk so she's on her own she's she, she's not under my care anymore that uh-huh. i can now move shift into a more like um like a quicker faster mode okay and um my my uh my form you know is basically reflecting that i'm going to be like i'm going to be trying to zip up so that i can support uh
0: That's awesome. Okay. So this kind of sleek, uh, elongated um, dagger and stiletto-like armored beetle form just kind of... (laughs) And like, I mean, you can see it or him fly up and, and, you know, do this kind of twist. And like, I mean, you're now flying high above and you're sort of matching almost like the same altitude as where Cassandra is kind of located now. You can see your sister in her massive form and you can see, you know. Tiny little alley, you know, over there, and again, now starting to form. And Sorrel, I'm going to come back to you in just a second. Is the beginning of a third portal, which begins kind of extending and flowing. Um, now, Sigrum, where are you? What are you doing?
1: Ah, uh, I am warming my feet by the fire. Just come in from the cold.
0: <laughs> The the door to your abode flies open with the winter wind almost smashing it open and you can feel the wintry power of the wind howl inside of the area where you are comfortably kind of stretched out at the moment. And instantly the warmth that once pervaded the area, this hearth, is almost instantly diminished. And you can feel the gathering of voice, voices on the storm, wind coming in, and icicles begin crackling and forming all around the edge of the door, forming almost like a carpet of jagged icicles that crackle into the hearth, into your area, and freeze the ground solid. What do you do?
1: I was just just getting warm.
0: There is no time for warmth, warrior. The time of Fimble fin- Winter is called. Your duty should be fulfilled. Due to the oath you have sworn, it is now time. Who Th-
1: speaks to me thus? Show your face.
0: And you can feel the wind and the air begin to kind of solidify and form this kind of amorphous blend between ice and snow and sleet. And as it speaks, you can see this giant kind of wintry head of a powerful warrior, a warlord out of Valhalla, who calls to you. And reaching out in that Form, you can see that it reaches for some sort of twisted horn, and he brings it to his lips and blows. Fulfill your duty, shield maiden. The time. <laughs> Odin, the Allfather, or... Oh, it's
1: Odin! Oh, my God! <laughs> Excuse me. Who, who is that guy? Does anyone
3: know that? Oh, the Allfather? Okay. Got it.
1: <laughs> you are not real.
0: Do you deny the call, Valkyrie? This moment that you have been bred for? The moment that you have sworn truth? the call only comes once and he <sighs> extends his hand and you know basically kind of growing out of it uh, you can see that the 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 ice around him begins to kind of split and tear and you can see it almost form this like rift in space just cracking open
1: all right, right. Since, since it's, it's you, you. <laughs> i
0: reach out and grab his hand. Okay. And once again, he sounds the horn. And in the place that you step into, ride into, blend into, you can see all these moments of destiny sort of coalesce and converge into this moment. And you see other... Reflections of yourself in other realities, in other shadows, in other moments and potential begin to merge, almost like a mirror that is shattering, but in reverse, sort of building itself together from all these multiple parts that form together into a unified image that is yourself. Sorrel, what do you do?
4: Coral has kind of had it with because he's set against her. So she's going to try and push through whatever barrier he's got
0: around him and just go for him. Okay. Um, roll for initiative. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not kidding. <laughs> Sorry, I have to wrong get... Game. I know, wrong game. I know. I have to get out my thing here. Okay. <laughs> okay, so um, your bulk crashes into the edge of this kind of field all around you and um, you know your bulk smashes into it and you can feel the whole thing like this webbing begin to stretch and tear but it is strong and you can see that there's a tendril of that black energy that loops in and touches and reinforces the structure for right now in this moment and in this space you do not have the power to to break through whatever is reinforcing this golden web that is is sort of just kind of forming there and you strain towards that the rest of you you see um, you know basically Sorrel go into battle and try to break through that barrier of Alain's, and basically it seems to stop her right there okay so I want to see um, that would be Sorrel Cassandra what do you do
2: um, how far away am I from him? Am I close you enough are, to do my psychic link?
0: You are quite far because you are way above on, on the circling one. And, and so I would almost see like you're at a distance. Um, you might be able to do it because, you know, you just need that visual sight, but it is far, and you also know L.A. is very powerful psychically. So you're taking a chance there that whatever that you're trying to do may not have the same intensity necessary that if you were closer.
2: Okay, so I'm going to shadow walk
0: Mm -hmm. so
2: that I'm uh, not necessarily on the same place as the tower, but where Alain is, but like close close enough that I can do my psychic link, and I'm going to do a psychic attack once I get there.
0: Okay, so I'm gonna ask you a question. like in this very space, this is where Alain resides, this is where the action is happening. Yes, right? So effectively, you have reached, however it is that you've gotten through shadow to this particular place mm-hmm. if you move through shadow, You're effectively shifting away from this place. And that's fine. You can go outside and maybe find something else or find another moment of potential.
2: What I want to do is do a shadow walk in such a way that I get closer to it and then shadow walk back to where oh, I'm okay.
0: at. So what I'll say is that, like, I mean, you take one, two steps. And again, a lot of the things is focused around these rotating kind of yeah. rock formations, right. right? And one, as you move through, you step to that perfect point of the rock where you're actually shifting to a rock that has a greater velocity and it's actually, you know, moving back. But you can, you know that you're outside of that immediate place yeah. but again if you direct it with your mind and, and shadow you can have it re-enter the yes. orbit maybe at a different angle yes so that's what's happening to you as you kind of swing on the outside um all right one other thing okay so Tycho what are you doing
3: Folding wings of being I meet be a beeline for a land um, do, do I see? Am I, am I am I am I aware of like the like the barrier between us?
0: Uh, you are aware. You can definitely see it. Like it's a net of sorcerous arcane energy that seems to be strengthened by something that those kind of black tendrils that seem to be reinforcing it.
3: Okay. Um, do I have any kind of knowledge of what that is? Like, is this a like a psychic thing or? Or is this like chaos magic or something else?
0: So Um. I would say the closest thing that you've seen to this was in the shadow battle that you had with Alain. Inside of the pattern walk, you remember the manifestation of this black tendrils of energy that were were kind of you know he was able to manipulate somehow, and um, you know you've basically seen that before, but specifically what he's doing with it, you're not sure. You don't understand it.
3: There are um, massive like rocks floating throughout this this. Space,
0: right? They, they're, well, they are, but they're in a very kind of specific uh, orbiting location that is quite a way removed from this immediate area. Um, you okay. do see so one rock one that is. A li- yeah, so so yeah, you couldn't, you would have to fly over there in order to go get the rocks, but if that's what you want yeah. to do, you can absolutely do that.
3: Well, first I try the, the patented uh, <laughs> uh, type of way, which, which is to. Try okay. to go
0: ahead on and see if that doesn't work first. Okay. And who is or what is your target?
3: Elaine.
0: Elaine. Okay, perfect. That's great. Okay. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, no, sorry. So, no No worries. Okay. Then all of a sudden, <laughs> coming out of these kind of portals that were kind of held in there, Asoro, you struggle in this space. In the first one, immediately to his left, steps out a thin, wiry, lithe, male warrior whose colors are almost kind of Halloween-ish, like orange and black and kind of stringy hair. At his side is a well-worn rapier, and he moves with the presence of a very powerful warrior. Now... I would say, especially Duan, since you were probably the nearest, and sorrel, even as you struggle within this, to your shock and maybe horror, you recognize this as Benedict. Oh. And Benedict is essentially one of the Amberites with the greatest skill, and he is the commander at arms of all of, of, of Amber's armies. And he kind of steps forward, and quicker than, you know, you believe possible, his rapier flies out, and thing, you can see the light, um, you know, right there. And he moves nimbly to intercept your path, um, um, Tycho. Okay, now, on, in the, on the right side of Alain, that other portal, um, you know, opens up. And Sigrun, you know you have been called to battle, and beyond, you know, is the glory of the great fight, the twilight of the gods to which you have trained your entire existence, and you will step out into this area to face your enemies. What do you do? And you can see stretching out before you is this strange vista of a horrible alien landscape. And twisting in this net before you is this huge monstrosity of a serpent worm that rises and this horrible emptiness in its eye socket kind of glares at you. And as it kind of growls and hisses, it's stuck within this kind of web. And it, you know, you can see. Joy Orgomon, Yorgomon, dear. I mean, extended uh, before you. What do you do? Oh,
1: not again. I am, I am so sick, sick of these worms. worms. <laughs> and I charge forward with uh, Grimnir uh, and, and go to spears.
0: Okay, great. Um, and then, last of all, to emerge from the third portal, and Cassandra, as well, you're still coming away, um, appearing out of this portal is, and you've seen this before in your first encounter with Benedict and Corwin at the Tower. There was this Trump machine construct, this massive constructed mechanism that kind of steps out crab like... <laughs> And you can see the ground tremble as it kind of steps forward and moves, scuttles forward to interpose itself in front of Alain's position.
2: Hey, isn't that the one that I took control you of? You don't
0: know uh, because you're still away. You're yeah, a shadow okay. away. Right. You're going to have to come back. Okay, yeah. so we're going to go to the top and I'm going to say Benedict moves first. And with a lightning flash, you can see that he moves to interpose himself uh, and basically um, uh, intercept and attack you, Tycho. Mm -hmm. And if you continue on your current course, your current angle, he is going to spear you with that blade. And so essentially he has created this defensive position that interposes himself between uh, Ale. And yourself and if you continue on that route and you don't change course, he's gonna cut you and cut you bad. What do you do? i
3: change course. I'm hoping that um I'm at least uh more mobile than him. Like I can't say for sure, but like I'm mean, you know, again, I was trying to go for like and mobility. Yep. Um in this um height C so I'm kind of like uh okay. Like like if I can fly, you can fly backwards whatever so i'm I'm basically going to try to to fly like instead of flying straight to them i'll fly to the side and then try to get around
0: which side left or right uh left left Okay, so, you know, you kind of turn to that side. And, like, I mean, it's basically turning away from, you know, the other areas where uh, this, you know, Valkyrie warrior is, where this massive other creature is. And as you do so, he is really fast. And he clips your fourth wing. And it shears through the tendons, um, like, the edge of of the razor on the wings and and through that armored bit. And, like, that one kind of, you know, and you start spiraling and, you know... uh, Unbalanced, your flight is at this point and you kind of veer. You did manage to kind of avoid the area, but he did strike you. Okay. Next is Sorrel. Sorry, I, I need to check one quick thing. Yeah, Sorrel, you're next. <clears throat> so this barrier, I know that I'm not
4: big on brute strength, So what I'm going to try to do is use this power around me that seems to be amping my shape shifting and shift to be the same material as whatever this barrier is made of to try and phase through that way.
0: Ooh, very interesting. So um, this is sort of unusual, Um, and. You feel that this is definitely a shift that you can do in this place. There is something about the environment around you that is malleable, but you do sense that to literally shift states from solid to this form of energy, whatever it is, is going to take time. Okay. Not only are you dealing with your massive bulk, you're dealing with a, a shift in physical phase from matter to energy. Do you still wish to continue? Yes, but we'll
4: speed things up
0: if I get small first. You reason that probably, yeah, if you're trying to shift your entire bulk um and, and then do it in, into energy at the same level. That's going to take even more time. So maybe if you actually kind of shrink down and, and, and change your shape. Uh, so what do you want to do first? Are you shifting to energy or are you changing to reduce your mass? I'm going to
4: reduce my, my mass first.
0: Okay. And are you still keeping your kind of serpent form? Yes. Okay. Um, incr- this seems like a good aerodynamic Sure, okay. Starting point. It, <laughs> it, it, it incredibly, you manage, and like you have never known to shift this quickly before, but you actually kind of condense, and your form is now, you know, and how large would you say you are relative to the several stories that you were before?
4: Several stories before, I think now I'm closer to
0: being smaller than a person. Oh, smaller than my oh okay, like okay, woman. all right. All right, so no, that's cool. And then you basically kind of shift into that and you actually feel your body begin to kind of fall through the space where you used to be. And you can see and feel these tendrils of the net of energy. It is struggling to react to the speed and your change in mass. And it tries to tighten around you, but you are starting to slip through it because it was large and basically pulling against a huge mass form. Okay, so that is your move. You've changed your your mass. You're starting to kind of slip through the web of energy. Uh, Sigrun, you're next. Something weird happens with this gargantuan monstrosity, and you can see that they shift shapes, and slippery like an eel are trying to basically shrink and weave its way through the golden web of energy that was used to trap it. What do you do? Uh,
1: Not so fast. (laughs) Uh, I use my, which one do I want, uh, Sin Anger, uh,
0: boost of luck. And that's for you, I, right? Okay. And yeah, what are yeah. you doing with that boost and with your action and intent?
1: Oh, I spearing right. that damn worm.
0: Okay. Um, Sorrel, you can continue your shifting or you can try to evade the attack what do you do i think i'm
4: going to try and evade
0: okay um so what happens is You manage to kind of, you know, just twist your form out of the way enough. However, this golden bladed spear or glaive is honed with the brilliant golden edge that tears through your outer carapace and basically almost as if your form is kind of going along the side. It's like going through like a a potato peeler, just like slicing through. So that outside of your hardened kind of skin slash carapace, it just kind of got sliced open it's not a uh terrible wound because you moved out of the way but you've definitely been cut and you're bleeding okay next cassandra you have control over this um rock and you can see it you know in the shadow adjacent and you can see the forms that are kind of moving below okay so i want
2: to shadow walk this this rock that i'm on Mm -hmm. into a position Where I can do a psychic link with Alain and I want to be ready to pierce him so that he can't concentrate on whatever he's doing.
0: Interesting. Um, So the only way that you can...
2: And I know that might take another turn. So
0: part of the challenge with this is that the rock is on a specific rotation on an orbit right right and the problem is is that the rocks continue to rotate in that point in space right which means yes you're going to penetrate into the area but then it's going to reach a point where it's basically going to continue in the orbit so you almost have to break the orbit or or change the trajectory of the rock
2: well i don't mind if it continues in its orbit okay because I don't want to get myself in danger. Ah. So <clears throat> I want it to... I, what I'll do is I'll break its orbit slightly so it gets close enough. Okay. And I'm going to have it slow down if I can. And then, then after I do my psychic blast at LA, I will continue to go around okay, and speed so, it up again. So,
0: So what I'll say then is that you, know, you change the directory and in the, in the momentum and the orbit yeah. very deliberately to kind of say, I want it to kind of rotate at this speed, at this mm-hmm. velocity, at this angle, and it kind of you know rotates a little bit. You walk over the surface as you enter the immediate sphere, and then you can see, like you have visual sight to him, but again, he's still quite far away. This is the potential risk with this. You could take the shot now.
2: Okay. Or
0: you can do something to maybe get closer.
2: Oh, late. Okay, so I'm not close enough yet? You're,
0: yeah, like, I mean, where they are, they're, they're quite far below. Where the rocks are, are quite high in the sky. Okay,
2: well, I want to have the orbit come down closer. Okay. So I want it to still orbit, but I want it to be lower.
0: Okay, so you, okay. What? what I that, didn't understand that. No, no, fair, fair enough. Okay, yes. so, so maybe what you'll do is that you'll really shift it so it's a very aggressive uh, uh, yeah. orbit. And in fact, there could be a risk that the rock doesn't actually uh, continue in the orbit and it just goes down towards the ground yeah that's, that's, that's a possible. possibility yeah, okay. that's a is, is that something you yeah. wish to make yeah. happen okay yes. so you enable that possibility and again walking through guiding it with your intention and then the rock begins plummeting towards the ground and you can see flaring around the outside almost like a rock going through the atmosphere mm-hmm. are these kind of Tails of of heat and energy that are forming a corona around it as you begin crashing through the atmosphere and going towards him.
2: Okay, can I be, since it's got heat and stuff, can sure. I have it directed right at him?
0: If that's what you want to do. You want so, to physically yeah. aim it towards that yeah. area? Okay, so that will be your action for this turn. Yeah. You've now corrected. And now this like, huge meteor comet thing is literally falling out of the sky mm-hmm. in this huge thing of flame yeah okay that is great okay so and then so we talked about now Tycho you've kind of swerved off to the side you've taken an injury um and it's now your turn to kind of act or change or do whatever so basically Benedict has imposed himself in front of you he's acting kind of defensively you can see Sigrun is definitely attacking your sister and then this clanking monstrosity is is basically trying to interpose itself in front of LA what do you do
3: um, I think. Do I? We, do, 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 we, am I aware of what Sandra is doing?
0: Of what? Who is doing? Cassandra. Is uh, yeah, you know that sorry. she, you know, basically changed, she, she shifted shadow, and now you can see that this huge comet is coming <laughs> down towards the ground. So you could presume that that's something that she's doing. You don't. You can't, it's hard to see her, but right. you, you'd have to really shift your awareness to be exactly aware of what she is doing. But you do see this, right. this comet coming down. So
3: I see it's a massive crazy. comet, and I know that she, she shifted off somewhere. So, can I try to um, basically engage uh, um, Benedict? Yeah. <clears throat> basically, I'm going to, I'm like, acting as so good if good I'm going by fight him. Uh, I know that I'm, I'm birth, like, below him right now, but I'm like, you know, I, I think I'm, I'm also trying to engage him by saying, Benedict, I need to get past you. You, you can leave. And leave a land to us. Um, you shouldn't be in this fight.
0: Okay. But at the same
3: time, I'm i basically trying to make it seem like we need to get by you. I need to fight you, and try to keep his his attention on me.
0: So you can tell that you know the intensity of his actions, the the degree of his stance. Your own warrior training, right, is that. Yeah. He is the consummate warrior, and the fact that you're wasting words on him, all that does it increases his focus, and he starts to lunge towards you.
3: Right, but like, okay, so so to, of to, <laughs>
0: to, to 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 a certain degree, you have attracted his attention and you have engaged mm-hmm. with him, right? But right. this, this could be quite dangerous. Okay, so we're going to shift back over. Sorrel, oh, no, Alain. Okay, so Alain sees what's going on with the the rock, and basically he gestures, and all of a sudden you see pff, the, the whole kind of, you know, um, area of 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 darkness around him seems to kind of stretch and form this almost like a cocoon in front of him and then the giant construct creature basically jumps into the air and it's coming on this intercept course to try and connect and you know uh, you know smash this 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 uh the you know the 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 flaming uh, comet that's kind of coming down so you know with incredible power and strength it leaps into the the air almost opposed directions okay uh, back over to Sorrel so Sorrel you have been cut um, again not seriously but I mean over time mm-hmm. that could potentially make a real difference and Sigrun is definitely coming in your direction with that golden flail um, but you have slipped it's through Spe- spear, flail—basically, two ar- uh, armed, you know, weapon stick okay. with a, a big shiny blade on <laughs> on top of it. <clears throat> okay, so uh, you have slipped past the net, but obviously you have Sigrun to kind of contend with. What do you do?
4: What are the chances that I could figure out how to spit poison at her?
0: <laughs> I think they are very—you can definitely do that. That's part of your your serpent's ability, your serpent's form. Absolutely. I'm gonna try and do that
4: name for her eyes. Okay. <laughs> She's nasty. Um. I gotta fight dirty
0: because I think you're better. So. I uh, was like, like a, as far, a, as, far a, as like Sigrun, the, 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 the creature kind of you know uh, sinuously and and so lightning quick, you know, uh, comes off to the side and you can feel it kind of gathering strength and like I mean this convulsion of muscular energy starts you know going up its side and then. <laughs> this like, you know, this, this spray of poison kind of comes in your direction. What do you do? <clears throat>
1: um, I will... Um, Algees, I uh, extend uh, my, my, my fingers out and I go, Vach! and I like just throw it to the side with the uh, Algees uh, power word, uh, that creates a shield.
0: Okay, and, and remind me what Algees was specifically from a power word perspective. <clears throat>
1: It's a shield that mechanically deflects
0: the attack. Okay, so I would say, yeah, so like this, this arcane shield just kind of, you know, appears in front of it and, and the poison spreads and splashes around the edges as it kind of, you have droplets kind of hit your skin, like they begin to burn away, almost this acidic type of thing, and you can see smoke appear, <clears throat> but the bulk of it, you've managed to evade, and you basically have created that shield, okay? <clears throat> so that is Sorrel, um... Benedict now. Um, Benedict's lunge comes towards you. And again, um, another, you could take this on a wing or you could take this on the body. Where do you want to be hit? Can I grab him? (laughs) You can definitely grab him, but he's going to cut you.
3: He's
0: going to cut me either way. True. But if you grab him, maybe it's going to be more intense, the wound, as opposed to you trying to move and just stay at a distance, right? So it's a question of do you take a more serious cut in order to grab him? Or do you just try to stay the distance and knowing you're going to be cut, but minimize the damage? I think
3: i'm going to be cut and i'm also switching so that i'm back in my you, know, you said before that it would be easy to switch into that spike extra spiky form yeah that's what i'm gonna
0: do okay um and so i'll ask you where do you choose to take the hit <clears throat>
3: I guess at this point I can't say it unawake, on, on right?
0: <laughs> you tell
3: me. Um, like, I think, I think for me to get close, it's going to have to be... Um, I mean, this is the, uh, the Greatest Warrior of Amber. I think he gets me, he like... Um, like, I think he gets me in the gut or something.
0: Ooh, Okay. <coughs> Yeah, and in, so what happens is you move into him knowing that you're going to be, you know, cut. Your armored form does kind of coalesce around you, so it does provide some degree of protection. But then this bladed weapon bends, pierces, wobbles a little bit, and then plunges into your armored side. And, I mean, it's kind of in the lower abdomen area and tears through, you know, some of your internal organs. But you have him in your grasp. This hurts a lot,
3: and I'm gonna hope that I can I can push a little <laughs> dish a little bit back with um, by switching. Um, into my
0: spiked form. Okay, so you have him, and then, you know, like, the spikes basically, you know, kind of extend, and, like, you have your very powerful grasp, and, I mean, he's actually extended for, and his momentum is carrying you into your spikes, and, again, you have the ability here to grab him. Let's say that you have a strong grasp on him. What do you choose to do?
3: I start to squeeze.
0: Ooh. Okay, and then you can hear... (coughs) You can hear bones begin to break on Benedict. Ooh. Okay. Lord. All right. <laughs> Understand. Okay, <laughs> let me just check now. Uh, actually, yeah, that was a little bit out of order. Cassandra, the rock is careening through space. Okay, and
2: there's this thing coming towards Yeah, me. this huge, massive construct. So I'm going to do a psychic link with the construct, uh-huh. and I am going to command it. To attack LA.
0: Okay you easily make psychic contact with it it doesn't seem to really have any defense and again it's very very similar Mm -hmm. if not identical to the other beast that you already uh, command like you have control over it so you're able to kind of take over its functions but you realize the problem is it hurled itself into the air like a jump It doesn't have like rocket boosters to kind of change its trajectory? Well, no,
2: but I'm going to let it come to the rock. Okay. And then it's going, I want it to come to the rock and then bounce off of the rock and go back down.
0: Okay, so, all right, so we'll, we'll say this. Okay, so it smashes into the rock changing the angle and trajectory of the rock because, you know, the angle that it hits, it basically Mm -hmm. kind of forces that collision. It is clambering onto the rock as you reach out with your thing and then you have command over it. Crab-like, it's on the surface of the rock, which is now moving in away from the original target because it's been deflected. But you have control over this beast now.
2: Okay, yeah. So once it's on the rock, I want to command it to go back down, like jump down onto Alice.
0: Onto Alain. Okay, so, uh, yeah. And, and the rock is, like, rapidly approaching. And, in fact, what it does, like, as you're kind of careening towards the ground, you're, like, ten seconds from hitting. It basically leaps off in Alain's direction. Okay. Okay. Uh, Sigrun, you did your uh, you did your shield. Sorrel, you did your cut. Uh, Benedict has already done his. And so now we go to Alain. Um, you see shadows basically kind of cover the whole area. And then it's almost like the area where he's in starts to kind of bend and shift and grow like a haze. As if the air in front of him and the all the area is sort of indistinct. And the only thing that you can see is no longer ane, like a physical form. You can just see this ball of dark tendril energy just whipping about. Okay, um, back up to the top, which means Sorrel. So Sigrun conjured some sort of shield and deflected your, um, your 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 poison. But some of the poison you saw did get through. Maybe you know, doing a little bit of uh, superficial damage. What do you do?
4: Well, she seems at least a little bit distracted by this. I'm going to use my power word hide to basically camouflage myself and become as invisible as possible in this moment.
0: That's very cool. Okay, yeah, and again, it's easy to pull on the natural energies that are in this place and, you know, almost like the flexibility of their energy, sort of you're able to pull it like light and just kind of leverage that. And all of a sudden, like you're toying around with the frequency of light and the amplitude of light. And then you you actually, and, and bolstered by the, the, the power word, you feel that you've camouflaged your exterior and you've sort of what you're doing is mimicking what's happening in the external environment and changing your shape and form to meet what's happening now you could probably go completely invisible if you do not move but when you move or if you move that's when like a cloaking device they might be able to see like little bits of energy so what do you want to do
4: How much does she she have, like, locked on my position position right now? Because I feel feel like like if if I I don't don't move, she's going to just just attack
0: where I am. That depends on how aware she is. I mean, she responded pretty quickly to your poison, um, but she wasn't able to completely block it. I'm I'm going to see see what
4: what Freezing completely completely
0: ends up with. Okay, cool. To try and get completely unseen. Okay. Sigrun... As the poison kind of, you know, spears out and, you know, the, the immediacy of your power word kind of shrinks off to the side, you try to focus again on your enemy and you're looking everywhere and you don't see it. It has disappeared for all intents and purposes, like you're scanning around and you don't see it.
1: Well, I continue uh, in the direction that the poison came from and I thrust the spear in that direction.
0: Okay, I would say that it slices through the air, and I mean, you are very aggressive in your portion, but you slice through it, but you do not connect with anything in that moment. Okay, moving next now to Benedict. Okay, Benedict is struggling very badly, but he's already connected, and he just thrusts and twists the blade inside of you, Tycho. And, you know, even though he's, like, limited in his movement, he kind of rips and twists the blade with his, his wrist, and you could feel it carve deep into your inside, like, you know, your liver analog has just been ripped open, and a kidney has been pierced.
2: Ouch, poor Tycho.
0: <laughs> All right, what do you do?
3: So, oh, Tycho... Uh, I mean, Tycho also has has these huge knives that are sticking out of his body and sticking into to um, and so he's going to um, use his his uh, shifting to make those spikes and hooks like bar become more barbed and <laughs> um, and more wicked, and in the, in the same. At the same time, he's he's gonna he's gonna crush this guy. He is he's picking back to when he fought Ashton. And he, you know, defeated Astrid, And he likes Astrid. He has no such feelings for Benjamin
0: okay the barbed flesh uh you know hooks kind of entangle and actually start to pull inside and along with your muscle of spasm you basically just like squeeze and like the armored carapace you know pierce in the barbs, and like he you can you can see him and he's like Aah! almost this like you know cry of like ultimate pain and you can feel him release the blade as as your full strength is basically concentrated on his flesh, and how badly do you want to break him? He's not.
3: I I think at this point, now that he's he's dropped his weapon, I am going to try to subdue him. So if I can like knock him out, uh, in the sense of like like can I squeeze him to like the breath out of him type of thing? Okay. Um, I don't I don't wanna get him, let him like be like, Okay, well you're fine now. Now that you don't have your weapon Oh my god, now you're beating me with your bare hands. I you know, I I'm very wary of him of him being able to like, kill me, so I'm going to try to knock him out.
0: Okay, understand. But, like, I'm not going to have that killer instinct yet? Yes. Understand. Okay. Yeah. So basically, you continue to kind of squeeze, and I mean, your your hands, your claws are around his his windpipe, and like you can see, his eyes begin to bulge, like the the veins start to to pop and appear, and he starts. You can feel his body start to grow weaker, and um, there's some you know muscular spasms, and you know you think within any second now he's probably going to fall unconscious. Okay. Uh, so we went through now. The only ones, Cassandra.
2: Yeah, I'm supposed to go before Tycho.
0: I'm sorry, I keep on it's because Tycho's was <laughs> doing stuff in response I to know. Benedict, <laughs> who was before. But that's okay, right? Yeah, it's, it's okay. It's, but, it's, it's all I'm okay. Late. so I mean, you are seconds from hitting the ground okay. now.
2: Now, can I see, like, is can I see or sense where ave is, or has he really just turned into tendrils? <sighs>
0: He is either behind the tendrils or he has manipulated energy in such a way that he has transformed or bent his immediate vision. So you have two guesses, right? He's either directly behind that kind of mass of of filaments Mm -hmm. or he has bent and, and shifted himself elsewhere. Okay.
2: I'm going to assume he's just behind the tendrils and I am going to do a concentrated power word of fire right Ooh. at him, right where it is. So okay. it's like a really burning hot fire. Okay.
0: <laughs> like the fire just like lances in and like I mean directed by your 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 powerful psyche. It aims right at it. And, <laughs> and what happens? The moment that the, uh, the arcane energy of your fire hits the surface of this black tendril, it basically... The, the, the spell breaks and just shatters and it it's like dusted away as okay. if it's nothing.
2: Okay, cool. Is Alain there?
0: You don't sense Alain or he is the force that is guiding those Uh, Yeah, so so he is operating through some sort of magic or sorcery or power. Yes, I understand You're not detecting him directly. So I don't see him. You do not see him. You're going to have to do something different in order for that to happen. But that's your action. Okay, we move... What happened
2: to the the construct?
0: Oh, the construct. Okay, so the construct basically hurls itself at the black mass and it starts whacking at it. And then as it does, so like it, it uses a lot of energy, but then as the, the metal of it kind of hits the filaments, it's almost like the filaments just kind of slice through and it loses like one of the big metallic crab arms and it starts kind of wobbling on the floor.
2: Oh no. Okay.
0: Oh, well, was it a nice try. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, we already did uh sorrel. It's Alain's and, turn. Yeah, so it's basically Alain's th- thank you. Yeah. So yeah, Alain. Um, you sense Cassandra, the gathering of concentration associated with Trump energy.
2: Do I feel, do I see the feel the direction it's coming from? It's
0: from behind that concentration of black tendrils or whatever Well,
2: that's where the fire was supposed to
0: go. Right, but the fire was supposed to go, but the fire couldn't penetrate. Oh, okay. Okay? Okay. All right, and then you can hear him kind of say, Lord Master, I am overwhelmed. Lend me some of your strength, your abilities, that which you have claimed. Otherwise, they shall take the relic from us. Attack him now! Okay, so we cycle back.
2: Yep. (laughs) Sorrel,
0: you are invisible, or at least hidden, but you're perfectly still. And Sigrun is slashing the air violently in these massive circles before you, seeking out, getting closer and closer to your position. What do you do?
4: I'm gonna wait for an opening. Uh, something, something vulnerable then getting then even close to me, like, like, like just like even, even the, the corner of her or elbow something. or something, and, and then, then, you then you I'm gonna
0: try, try and bite her. her. All right, so here's a question um, You're pretty sure that, you know, with the next pass that she comes uh, forward, like you're saying, you could bite the corner of her elbow, but that is an extremity that is just like the outside of her. Her her strength and her body. You could definitely strike and you probably will hit and you will do damage. But the question is do you want to do more by striking the center and doing something more let's say connected with her core? Or are you just looking to do a side wound to her elbow? Because that you can definitely accomplish but All you're going to do is wound her sort of at the same level as you have been wounded by her. It's not escalating it past to a level where she's more hurt. What do you wish to do?
4: I think I'm going to take a risk and wait and try and get a hit on her core.
0: Okay. All right. And then, uh, all right. So then what happens is you kind of uh, sneak in. Um, Sigrun, at the last moment, you kind of sense this movement and you see the shifting in front of you. And um, this fanged creature basically just seems to, you know, decloak and flow over you like fangs open wide. What do you do?
1: Oh, I strike.
0: Okay. So right you, right, right, you, right,
1: in, right, in right, in the, in the mouth. mouth, like, like to sh- pierce, pierce the top of the, top the mouth so, like, uh, and use the spear to prevent the jaws jo- the from closing.
0: Here's the swords person's dilemma, right? If two people strike at each other with equal intensity and do nothing to defend, they're both going to get cut and they're both going to get cut very badly. It is well, going well, to well.
1: Well, that that is a defense, putting the spear to prevent the uh, the jaws from closing.
0: Okay, so so basically, and, and that's kind of what I'm asking. Do you wish to defend and take little harm, or do you wish to strike back with the risk of taking harm yourself? Uh-huh.
1: I suppose I will evade harm just in case.
0: Okay. Um, So you kind of step off to the side And it's good that your instincts were there You kind of raise the spear And you can see that it forces a change in trajectory But not enough to prevent the attack So your fangs sink into kind of the side of her arm Let's say it's the left side And not the the, the stronger right side And they kind of rip into that elbow level And you can feel the pulsing of kind of poison Begin to course into your system But it is still at this point an external hit signal you've managed to kind of avoid it to that to that point okay okay all right um now next we did sigrun your response um, then we're doing benedict, benedict opposed, right? right yeah benedict basically collapses so and you can see that he drops into, into unconsciousness, um, Tycho, and, and basically... I uh, finish him. No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what do you do? I drop him. Um,
3: it, it, like, it's not... This isn't a bruise, as far as I can tell, right? You believe so. I drop him.
0: Okay. Does not get And,
3: it. and then, like... Uh, I can see that. Is Alain still,
0: still, still behind this? You don't see Alain. You see this ball of kind of dark, swirling, chaotic tendril energy in the middle of this kind of weaving of arcane, uh, you know, uh, web. But you don't see Alain himself.
3: Okay. I um, start to... So there's that big rock that, like, or that like comet that was being that has been knocked off. Of course, that's
0: already crashed into the ground. It made like a huge. Oh, it has. Yeah.
3: Okay. Um, go into another one and start moving it. Okay. Down.
0: All right. Now you're going to have to. to You, you, you're going to fly up, you're going to have to shift shadow similarly yeah, yeah. to what, what uh, Cassandra did and basically kind of, you know, re, reroute it. You can certainly do that. Okay, so you kind of fly up and then, you know, you make kind of contact with the edge of that shadow. And now you can see that you've reached the same orbit of these kind of, you know, twirling rocks. Okay, so I'm going to move mm-hmm. on uh, to Cassandra.
2: Okay. So I felt where I could sense where the Trump was coming from, right? The Trump power? Yes. Okay. I'm going to do a psychic strike through a psychic link to Alain, where I felt that Trump power. Okay. And I am going to try and make him so much pain that he loses the ability to concentrate on his tendrils and his protection.
0: Okay, so where exactly do you direct your psychic contact? And how do you do this?
2: Well, I sensed where the Trump was coming from. Yes. So he would be holding the Trump in front of him, probably. Presumably. Presumably. So based on where I presume the Trump would be.
0: It's behind... Which is behind the tendrils. tendrils. Uh
2: So I'm going to direct it behind the tendrils, slightly above where I felt the trumpet.
0: Okay, so now, how you do that is your power work. Right. And your power word basically extends like a magical burst that allows you to connect at a distance with the psychic attack. Yes. Right. So that means you're directing that burst Mm -hmm. at Alain, who is presumably behind the wall stuff. Okay. And
2: if it doesn't hit something, that's fine. I'm just trying to. and
0: And again, like, it's like your spell is like, it's like a cobweb. Right? It Mm -hmm. just gets brushed away by the intensity and it burns, it fizzles, and there's nothing to connect to. Right? Like if you could connect with Ale who you know is behind the barrier, it would work. So the barrier is barrier is blocking or breaking or overpowering the energy. So... That's basically uh, your go. Okay, so I think we've done everybody. We cycle back. Alain. Alain. Oh, sorry. Alain. Uh, Yeah, now he says, um, and then you hear this other voice. You had one job to do. One. Name me why I should lend you any of my assistance when you dare put at risk All our plans. Will you be able to hold the jewel? And Alain says, I need your help, master. There are too many of them. They're coming through. It is just me. Please, I beseech you. I beg you, Lord. Grant me succor. All right. Sorrow. Um you struck basically a glancing blow you know you've transferred some poison into Singuren. Um, it remains to see how hardy she is and whether or not she can you know actually outlast the effects of the poison but you are now fully visible and she is there you know within striking proximity with uh, her spear. what do you do? I
4: think I'm going to try and actually disengage and get away from her.
0: Okay. And in what direction are you actually going? Are you going towards sh- the center where Alain may be? Or are you actually moving back away from the center of the battle?
4: I'm going to beeline towards the center.
0: Okay. All right. So, And what this will do, it's going to put you perilously close to that whirling mask of, of, of those weird kind of uh, black tendrils. Is that okay? Yeah,
4: that's fine.
0: Okay. So you flow off in that direction. Um, all right. And Sigrun, you can feel your opponent begin to kind of disengage. What do you want to do?
1: No, she, she doesn't. doesn't. No. Okay. No. I, I don't know that it's Sorrel, but I, I see Jorgamonger and giant serpent. And, serpent, and I, I am like, like killing it. I have this thing. thing. Like, why, why do, do I have, have to, to keep, keep killing these giant worms?
0: Okay so are you trying to block it or are you trying to damage it like exactly how are you trying to strike at it
1: uh well that depends like if, if i have a clear, clear strike then, then i'm gonna just pierce it, it. and if, if i don't, don't have a clear strike, strike then um i either want to block it or i want to grab like stick my spear into it and grab hold so it can't leave without me. me
0: okay so tell me which one are you slashing and striking or are you trying to strike in order to grab
1: I, I guess, guess I'll strike, strike in order to get, get
0: a hold of it so that it can't get, get away. Okay. Uh, Sorrel, you can see Sigrun move towards you. And if you are kind of shifting away and you continue in that same direction towards your intended, you know, flight path, you are going to intersect directly with Sigrun. You probably won't get cut, but you're definitely going to be directly in her path and in her presence. What do you choose to do? <sighs>
4: Head and hope that I'm more agile than she
0: is uh
4: accurately okay
0: accurate Um, You continue moving in that direction trying to you know extend your distance and again another kind of surface cut to the edge of your other side and this one stings quite a bit it's almost like you know building upon the cut that you already do and as you slide forth her blade kind of you know flows past you. Sigrun you try reaching but you know the blood slick surface is not enough for you to grab but you do cut her as she kind of flows past but she's then gone gone beyond your position leaving you in that position there. Okay? Great. All right. Great. Duan, uh, sorry, not Duan, but Tycho, you have reached the outer orbit um, at the kind of perihelion of, 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 the, of the rocks that are kind of moving around. What do you choose to do?
3: So I get my, uh, my shoulder um, into one of it, and I'm just um, starting to push it down, possibly. Shifting shadow if I need to to try to move it in like I'm trying to push it back on um, target to try to hit a
0: Okay, so what are you gonna what you're going to have to do? Uh, just trying to shift it in the immediate area. It's like you would either have to force uh, jump and change the trajectory of it using like billiard angles in order to kind of direct it towards the center. The other thing which might be easier to do is similar to what Cassandra does, which is to step outside of the immediate shadow, you know, get onto another rock that you're finding oriented in that shadow so that as you re-enter the other shadow, it is at the angle that you wish to do. You could do either um, of those things, but one is probably easier to do than the other
3: i'll try the easier one than the one that's more like me to actually work okay so you
0: yeah and and, and you have a, a real good sense of what that is and in fact there is the perfect rock like in terms of size and magnitude that's swirling towards you and you step outside into that shadow and just kind of you know step onto that rolling presence and again rolling into the scene you begin kind of descending and you realize as you kind of walk and turn you can almost direct a little bit of of, of the rock a little bit to even change its course as it's now flowing through the sky. Okay, so then that's good. We've done your turn, right? Yeah, it's my okay. turn.
2: Though. Should have been my turn first, that's okay. Um, okay, so when I did the fire... Did it actually burn some of the tendrils away, or was the fire burned
0: The away? fire was swept away. The The presence and the, the structure of the spell, when put in contact with the tendrils, just wasn't able to retain its integrity. It was swept away. Okay, well,
2: I misunderstood that.
0: So I'll say a couple things. You've played with pattern. Yep. You have played with power words in order to make uh, psychic contact, yeah. those are the things that you have used.
2: Yes. And I'm trying to think. Well, I tried to use the boulder.
0: It worked to disable the... Oh! and, and Sorry, I'm going to say that the, the, uh, the, the, the crab creature tries again futilely to attack at that center, and it basically gets sliced apart.
2: Okay. So going against the tendrils is not a good idea, because it can cut through metal.
0: Apparently. But maybe there's another power that could counter it. That's not for me to explain. Okay, what do you do?
2: I don't know. I don't okay. know what to do. All
0: right, so I'm going to pass. If that's okay, we're going to move on. You basically lose that moment unless you can decide what to do.
2: Uh, well, I'm going to do the shadow walk and on go
0: get a boulder again <laughs> okay so it takes you, you back out and then like you basically move away from that area and uh, you know you, you you start shifting shadow to do the similar thing that's going to take some time okay so Sorrel you have flown towards the center uh, you're kind of bleeding a little bit from that kind of slash that has kind of cut you in you can see the swirling vortex of, of, of dark tendrils that is kind of towards the center you know and you can taste and you can feel that Alain your your prey is at the center of that mass um, but he's definitely behind it you see the construct just get sliced to pieces by the kind of uh you know tendril energy that's kind of swirling in front of you and of course hot in your tail is Sigrun. what do you do
4: can i spit at sigrin
0: again you certainly can Sigrun, what do you want to do
1: uh, I want to stab her before she turns, turns
0: around. So you're you're going to... Okay, so she's pretty fast. And again, you could stab her. But if you do, you're going to get hit by the poison. Is that what you want? No. Damn and if, if I may say one thing, you know that Sorrel has been going before you.
1: Yes. Oh, so, so that's, that's, ah, that's got something to do with the stats, I guess.
2: Yep.
0: That's what I'm suggesting, is that uh-huh. because she goes before you, she may get damaged, but you're probably going to come out worse for wear.
1: All right. Well, then can I, can I use a power word and try to dodge, or is it just one or the other?
0: Well, if you, If you wish to kind of split your focus, you absolutely can.
1: I want to, I want to, uh... uh <laughs> I don't know what's good here. All right, I'll, uh... I'll just do the algae, I'll deflect. No, she got me. The she muscles me
0: spasm and begin to contract inwards, and you can feel, like, the ripples of the, the muscle beginning to kind of form, and you can see that the poison's beginning to leak out. What do you do?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. I, uh... I, yeah. I, I shield it. <laughs> I shield okay. it, it, but i but I still, still want to like move forward as, as I shield yeah. it.
0: Yeah. So, so even like as you do spin. that, Okay, so what you manage to do is you close the distance, but as you're kind of doing and not really forming that, you know, full defense type of thing, you actually get only a partial, uh, you know, protection, and some of the poison actually goes and kind of, you know, hits your face, and it begins stinging, and it's actually difficult to kind of see and stuff like that, but Sorrel, you didn't get the full effect of it by, by any means. She managed to kind of deflect it with that maddening kind of sorcery. Okay, so we are back, cycling back to Dwan. You've got your boulder now, and you are directing it. You can see that there's a central mass below, um, and uh, you can see Sorrel fighting Sigrun, and the, the, um, uh, very specifically, that weird robot thing, the big construct made out of like huge armored metal. looks like it's been sliced to pieces next to the whirling vortex of that black tendril energy.
3: Okay, I can see the push. Can I push it and um, like guide it down into that 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 swirling mass?
0: You certainly can. Okay. Now I'm going to ask you. You can guide it. What do you wish to do as it strikes? Are you going with it? Are you jumping off? What are you doing exactly?
3: Uh, I think. I think I want to write it all the way down. I'm trying to make sure that it goes in because I know that um, in the, the last time it was deflected by some one of the strips. strengths. Okay. And I want to make sure that it stays on track as long as I can. Okay, so you're going um, like, to. At some point, like, do, do I get the sense that if I get too close or whatever, it's going to blow up or whatever? If that's the case, at that point, I'm going to move away okay right, like,
0: well i i again i call your attention to the very large metallic uh construct who's
2: been destroyed being
0: destroyed or maybe it destroyed itself right that's all i'll say so, so
3: i guess that i won't um like if so, so I, if, like I'm, I'm assuming what my my intuition is telling me is that you know going into that 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 um, the cloud is not a good time. The rock is so about I'll, to hit. What do you do? <laughs> so I'm going to throw it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push it off and throw it. But I didn't hear the first thing you said. But
0: I, I said the rock. The rock is about to hit. What do you do?
3: Yeah. Okay. I'm going to. I'm going to like push off of it so that. Um, like, I'm sending it forward, but I'm not going
0: in. Okay. The rock slams into the, this this kind of mon- monofilament structure, and there is an explosion of dust and powder and shards of rock and, and you know, crystalline structure of, of, of the rock hitting this thing. And there's a poof, huge explosion of energy and dust as you hurl yourself off to the side. Okay. Uh, Cassandra, you have your orbit, you have your comet, you're coming down.
2: Okay, and are the tendrils still there?
0: The tendrils are most certainly still there.
2: Okay, is there another direction where the tendrils are not, or are they surrounding, I think?
0: If your intuition and your senses were right, Alain is at the center of this mass.
2: Okay, so it's all around him.
0: It's all around him. it's almost like he's at the center of it and it creates a sphere around him he's in the middle of that sphere
2: Okay. what I want to do is I want to find I want to shadow walk to a rock that is bright bright like sunlight and super super hot okay and I want to direct because blackness darkness is usually countered by light so (laughs) I want to direct that
0: get that so I'll I'm I'm, I'm gonna give you something else okay okay? you have been tossing energy at this thing
2: yes okay
0: and your studies with your mother knowing and seeing the kind of things that she can do and she's taught you about kind of the pecking order of things right Right. that poultry sorceries and and power words even though they can be manipulated by a skilled wizard or Mm -hmm. sorcerer, they do not hold a candle when connecting with a greater power, such as Trump or the pattern. These two universal powers are the foundation of all creation and they have a presence and stability and order that supersedes any other paltry magic.
2: The, the amulet that I have, is that pattern? Or that is, that is com-
0: trump.
2: How energy. do I use trump power to... It's all It's power. all I'm saying.
0: Okay. Okay,
2: okay well, I'm going to concentrate on the amulet. Okay. And I want to use the amulet to... I'm going to, like, maybe make that amulet a really bright light like make create a bright light through the amulet so
0: another thing i'll I'll say remember what trump is it is the link between the image and the true thing
2: oh yeah i'm going to concentrate on the amulet and i'm going to concentrate on la and use the amulet to do a psychic link with Mm,
0: now that (laughs) is okay fine um, you reach out and again, Trump doesn't obey the laws of physics, right? right. It's able to bend space and time and anywhere in the universe, if you have a contact through Trump, you can do so. And you have, you know, you, you force that and it seems to almost like ignore what's going on with that kind of ball mm-hmm. of energy, whatever it is. And you... Um, you know, send the pulse of your Trump contact towards Alain, yeah. right? And it basically, it's like ring. It's ringing, okay? And what you get is you know you've made contact, but it's ignoring you.
2: Oh, but it's going to, not going to ignore this. Once I've made contact, mm-hmm. there is going to be a sharp burst of really strong psychic energy going right into his brain.
0: Okay. okay. All right, so you gather your energy, you make the Trump contact, and you get ready to kind of send that yeah. psychic attack. Yes. Okay, we cycle once again. Sorrel, uh, you have uh, flowing towards that center. Uh, you see this rock kind of uh, basically explode from the heavens and get sliced and torn apart by the you know the whirling thing. Um, and uh, you can also see Sigrun you know, raise her shield, and she's still coming after you. She's hot in your tail. <clears throat> And I try and hide again. Okay, that's easy enough to do because all the dust and stuff in the air. Now, where do you want to be? Where do you want to actually hide?
4: I want to be near this maelstrom Maelstrom of tendrils, but not actually touching
0: it. Okay, perfect. And I'll just say like you're a little bit off to the side and you take full advantage of all the dust and, and detritus that is in the air. And that's very easy to basically hide under. Okay, Sigrun once again, your prey escapes you, and you know there is this huge explosion of dust that is covering the whole area, and it's like black soot. What do you do? Um. You do see Tycho leap off of the boulder and land and roll off to the side. Tycho, you're in your beetle-armored form? I am. Okay, yeah, so you see this kind of weird armored alien warrior kind of land, uh, you know, nearby the ground, powerfully smashing into the earth.
1: Do I recognize it as Tycho?
0: You've not seen this beast before. It's definitely an invader in, you know, to Midgard and Vanaheim. It must be... An ice troll, or maybe a dark dwarf from the denizens of, you know, Niflheim.
1: Yes, yes. Quite
0: likely. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't
1: you can't trust, trust a snake. A snake. <laughs>
2: um, or a beetle. <laughs> Yeah,
1: the snake that disappeared, like I, like, like it, it just vanished, vanished, and I have no idea where it went.
0: You cannot detect it at the moment. It's hiding. It has used its wiles or its, uh, you know, horrible sorcery, and it is shielded from you at the moment. Unless you do something different to try and detect it.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm, gonna, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do, do ansu's uh, to reveal. It's a burst, it's a burst of, of warfare. Reveal yeah. the this
0: Okay, you know what? You see a shimmering a gap inside of the cloud, and for a second, its shimmering form is revealed to you.
1: Awesome. Can I spike
0: it? Let's save that for the next turn. Okay, (laughs) so uh, continuing along, we do now, okay, Tycho. I know, I know, it's supposed to be Cassandra. (laughs) But Tycho, what do you do?
3: So I can see, um, what do I see?
0: you see shards of rock and soot everywhere you can see what looks to be sigrun kind of closing into an area nearby the whirling mass of tendrils and um you cassandra are on the rock rock that's coming down yes okay that's what you see benedict is bleeding out somewhere
3: what is Sigrid doing? She, she's attacking someone? Looks
0: like she's hunting something. She's looking for it. Presum- okay. um, pres- presumably your sister.
3: I will um, move towards her and I like, say... Uh, something like... I don't know. It, it doesn't sound right to the way I'm thinking of it, but it's like... I know that you're wearing Sigrid's face because she would never do this, so... You be gone from the beast, but you know, not as, not very, uh, you know, more, more something you know, that kind of thing. That's the kind of thing I'm trying to say,
0: but you know, uh-huh. fine. yeah. This is where in D and D I would ask you to make a persuasion roll <laughs> or intimidation roll. But this is a diceless system, so we go with what has been presented. Okay, so then that's fine. Um, so that's Dwan Cassandra.
2: Uh, so Cassandra is... She's focused all of her psychic energy through the trump. She's going to direct that right into the center of Alain's brain. And it's going to be a fight So he to lose his... So whatever I have to break down, I'm going to break down whatever barriers there are. So he's going to have to lose concentration on all mm.
0: of his magic. Okay, so this is what happens. You get the tiniest... Pin prick, pinhole penetration, a small needle that slips through the skin and penetrates and <sniffs> you can see inside the psychic landscape of his mind, but it is a fortress of glass and crystal and mirrors and reflective surface. You are in. What do you do?
2: There's glass. Uh-huh I'm gonna break that glass.
0: Okay.
2: How that should cause lots of pain?
0: But you are just a needle? How does a needle actually break all the glass?
2: It goes super fast. It goes
0: Okay. It embeds into the the uh, the crystalline surface and in effect it is not glass but some form of hardened crystal and it penetrates and you can feel the edges of the crystalline matrix begin to crack and like these lightning jagged patterns begin ripping like you've destabilized that immediate area but it is holding firm.
2: I increase the size of the needle Okay, to expand it.
0: Alright, so you're kind of expanding yeah. the needle. Guys, on the outside, you can see the, 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 the tendrils start to lose their cohesion. And they still form this kind of whirlwind maelstrom of whipping molecular energy type of thing. But you now see that it's almost like a dispersed form. And then you can see him inside. It's almost as if something has you know, broken the concentration and he's have to shift it. It's no longer as intense as it used to be. Okay, and then um, what happens, you get Alain's response, and then you can hear these kind of alarms kind of go off, and then all of that, like a, origami patterns they begin folding on each other and it's like you like you you penetrate and you expand it and you shatter and it kind of breaks but all that does it it traps you know all the broken glass in this other area that just kind of builds like these structures around and, and kind of creates an open space where you penetrate and although you're doing damage to broaden it in the immediate area there's nothing really to grab onto and it's just opening the space up
2: that's fine
0: okay fine
2: i'm just trying to weaken his magic
0: understand okay so uh that's what's going on and we cycle back to sorrel sorrel you are hidden uh completely oh but then um yeah sigrun is ready for the attack but you're actually...
4: Yeah, I'm trying not to metagame too much. Yeah, you're, you're,
0: you're not you're not see? aware... You're, you would not be aware of her having detected you.
4: Okay, so, so I'm, I'm just, just going to carry, to carry on as if I don't know that. And what I'm going to try and do is ignore her completely and try and reach out to my connection with the jewel.
0: Mm, okay. In this moment... You can feel, and like there's a pulse, almost like migraine like, that kind of throbs in your empty socket, and you do make a connection. And you can almost feel like this rushing river of blood, scarlet energy kind of flow towards you. And you can almost feel like you're actually starting to fall in your vision towards this kind of multifaceted pool of ruby energy. What do you do? I'm going to lean into it
4: and try and pull it towards me or
0: into me. Okay, so you begin concentrating and you can feel it, you know, grow and grow. And all of a sudden you can feel the the energy almost like blood just kind of flow around you. And I mean, the warmth and the power that suffuses you is tantalizing and wonderful. And it feels like coming home. What do you do?
4: I'm going to claim this power.
0: Sigrun, the beast seems to be completely mesmerized with something and your target is wide open. What do you do?
1: Oh, I, I, spirit.
0: Okay. Ah, Sorrel, this blade pierces deep into your body. Like, I mean, penetrating through like your, your skin and stuff. And then all of a sudden that bolt, you know, the, the concentration that you have begins to kind of slip and tear away from you as the pain lances into your body and it begins digging and cutting and slicing into your inside. It's going to be everything you do to even hold on to that, but you're going to continue taking damage. What do you do? I am
4: going to... Yeah, I'm going to keep, keep taking damage, but I'm going to hold
0: on. Okay. Uh, so that was Sigrun. Let's go in order. Cassandra! Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so inside Alain's head, Yes. I'm in this open area, but there's more crystals around? Yeah,
0: it's basically forming an envelope always larger than the immediate area that you have created okay so it's trying to basically surround you but not allow you to have any purchase so you're like this presence inside basically a, a sphere of kind of crystalline revolving so mirrors can and I glass.
2: move forward still
0: you can what direction you're in a sphere straight ahead okay um, so I want
2: to go to the opposite side. So if I'm facing this way, I want to just go straight just there. Just straight forward. And I want to do another like go pierce another hole break it and make it bigger okay
0: (laughs) yeah and in fact like you can feel like there's some resistance as if it's trying to marshal its energies to kind of hold against you Mm -hmm. and and it kind of defend but you're too strong and too fast and it just breaks through and you you shatter one barrier and you go through another bubble and you go through like a third bubble and you're getting closer to the center and you can feel now it rather than it trying to kind of form around it's now starting in a form of desperation Trying to shield against it, and yeah. each one becomes successfully more different, uh, difficult. On the outside, the, the 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 cloud of the black tendrils seems to almost drop away to very little. It's still there. There's t- still tendrils, but it's not like a solid sphere anymore. And you can see right in the center is Ale. All right, Tycho.
3: Well, this
0: Sorry, and, you're cutting out a bit. Could you repeat for me?
3: Sure, I'm going towards this thing that is um, where Sigmund's space and attacking.
0: Oh, okay. <clears throat> How do you attack?
3: Um, basically, I can see that she is stepping um, so towards my to
0: yeah, and so
3: I am going to rush towards her, basically trying to attack.
0: Okay. As you do so, there is this blast of pain sympathetically that you feel with your sister as the psychic link flares. And in that moment of shared pain, you feel the the blade also slash into you. Um, Coming towards you, Sigrun. Sigrun is that beetle creature, and it's hurtling uh, towards you at, at speed. However, you have your blade embedded deep into this serpent creature, and right now it seems to be hurt pretty badly. All right, first, let's go to Sorrel. You said you are continuing to try and hold on to it? Okay, so you gather the energy towards you, and then you feel a mind trying to hold onto it and then it just releases and you can feel the connection, the attunement, the energy kind of slip towards you. But in that moment, um, uh, Sigrun, again, weakness opening. It's not defending itself. You could strike even further. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, so the blade penetrates deep and this is... I'm going to say a close to mortal wound. It is inside tearing and ripping at you, Searle, and you feel again like, so you've got control over this kind of energy, but that is just your mind, whereas your body is being torn apart by, you know, this blade. Now, um, uh, Tycho, uh, it's open for you to strike. Okay, and you're just going to basically tackle and overbear? Are you punching? Like, what are you trying to do exactly?
3: I think of tackling so that I can pull her away from Sorrel and um, basically stop her from attacking her.
0: Okay, so Sigrun this form slams into you and you are kind of torn away you still manage to hold on to your weapon but you are carried forth with incredible speed and strength away from this area and you guys smash into the ground let's say 20 feet away and you take quite a blow. It kind of took you off guard as you were looking and focused on your blade. And this powerful kind of punch and, and, you know, shoulder tackle slams your body into the ground. Okay. Sorrel. Sorrel. You are starting to bleed out. You have the power of the jewel in your grasp. It flows and sustains you, or at least it sustains your spirit. But you can feel your body begin to weaken, begin to leak away. But again... Can I use... hmm? Go ahead.
4: you go first. I,
0: I was going to say, you are malleable. You can take on any form what does it matter that a blade has penetrated into the inside when you can reform your very physiology
4: that is a very good point and in fact I'm going to retake my avatar form now okay. yeah, inside
0: all right so you kind There's of everything. switch that and you're kind of now are you going for the full bulked out Yorgomander type of thing Yeah. Okay. All right. So you do uh, gather, but I mean, your form is badly hurt and badly wounded. Um, Mm. And now you've done similar things before, kind of the idea that a worm can detach parts of its body, you know, leave the behind its tail. One possibility is leaving behind the the wounded portion. Yeah, I
4: think (laughs) that makes
0: sense. Okay. So then the the worm starts splitting apart and stretching, making all these weird noises. Um, Sigrun, you are in the grasp of this powerful creature or warrior that is slamming you into the ground. What do you do?
1: Uh, I am...
0: Can I stab it? You certainly can.
1: Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll
0: uh, I'll stab Stop it. thing. Okay. Uh, Tycho, what are you doing? It's trying to bear its weapon and twist. Um, you know, it's, it's being battered about and you have a very strong kind of contact with it, but it is skilled and, and fast and it's trying to move its blade in your direction. What do you do?
3: I am going to, um, basically wrestle and, um, and pin.
0: And its arms to its side so they can actually move. Okay. Sigrin, you try, but you are held fast, and you strain mightily, and you try to twist out of its grasp, but it's too strong, and your sword or spear arm is slammed back onto the ground and locked. Tycho, you have her in a compromising position. Your strength is overbearing her weapon skill, which she's not able to kind of activate because you overpower her. You have her in a moment of potential. What do you choose to do?
3: Do you have any inkling that this is actually Sigrun?
0: How would you know? Looks like Sigrun, acts like Sigrun. Got a golden well, spear like Sigrun.
2: Yes, but Shadow can.
0: Yeah. And and like
3: she wasn't biting us the last time um, we saw her, right? So like she was just she went off to go get this spear, and now she's like,
0: she's just
2: She's a traitor!
0: I mean, just... <laughs> <laughs> um I, I, I will say this. Even I, I mean, you're still an Amberite right your ability and skill and perceptiveness as a warrior regardless of the fact that you're focused on strength you still know military tactics and and things like that and you remember seeing sigrun in action in the pattern in in other various battlefields and you don't remember sorrel being faster than her
3: So, I say, if this is truly you, Sigrun, why are you fighting against us? If this is the trick of the land, well, you might as well give up right now.
0: All right, Cassandra. No, no, we already did, Cassandra.
2: No. Not okay. in this term. Okay, go ahead. I'm continuing. I'm continuing going to the center of okay. his, this, this right. barrier.
0: So, at some point... Rather than it trying to disperse itself, it now just basically creates a wall. (laughs) Now again it's almost like where you were before at the very outset where you've got this kind of jagged form and it is pressuring and it's beginning to dig into the surface but it is resisting you because it's basically closed it's maximum form so that it is defending as much as possible. Okay, I'm going
2: to use the amulet again to uh, focus uh-huh uh-huh to focus a pinpoint onto that wall just to get it to be weakened so then I can then get through it and open
0: a path. Okay. So the 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 sharpened focus point kind of glows with that energy and it actually breaks one of the facets and it begins kind of crackling and weaking and again and it actually disperses but then it reforms and re-knits itself together and like almost desperately you can see it trying to kind of you know come together and create a web that is just resisting what you're doing. All of a sudden on the outside the black tendrils drop all together. Sorrel. And I'm like, get Alain! <laughs> okay, so, Sorrel, uh, what are you doing? Uh, so you've you, you basically kind of gone back into worm form. You've left part of yourself behind. You now see Ale, basically at no longer surrounded by that strange kind of protective uh, you know, barrier of energy and he stands very vulnerable in the center and you can see that he's got two hands uh, on the side of his temples in intense concentration and like furious almost anger like trying to concentrate for everything that he is worth. What do you do?
4: I'm going to pounce
0: on him and like wrap myself around him and constrict him. Okay. <laughs> And, like, your huge gargantuan form slams into Alain. All of a sudden, Cassandra, you feel, like, this burst of, you know, like, the the, the web that was holding you back. It releases open, and it's almost like, you know, the the little bits of crystal turn to glass and shatter, and you can penetrate into the inside.
2: Okay, I'm going all the way in.
0: Okay. Uh, uh, Tycho, you just uh, spoke to... Uh, to Sigrum. Sigrim, what do you say or what do you do? You are not strong enough to worm out of his grasp. You're going to have to do something different or maybe you can just respond to him. What do you do?
1: Uh, what are you doing then if you claim to be my friend? Like, let me go! You
4: provoked me!
3: I provoked you? You were attacking my sister.
4: I was attacking the worm.
3: Which, who is Sorrel? Do you not know Sorrel?
1: That looks like no sorrel that I know.
3: You are it's a worm.
1: worm under. It's, a, it's a worm. Can you not see? We should be aligned in this, unless you. Ah.
0: And yeah, a, yeah, as, as that, you yes. argue, you see and feel and, and and and, and uh, you know, hear Sorrel's massive gargantuan avatar form slam into Alain and, you know, basically kind of crush it. And Alain's body basically gets flung off to the side. And Cassandra, you're in, but he loses consciousness.
2: Okay, that's what I wanted him to do, so that's good.
0: All right. So that scene is kind of before you. The form that was resisting and basically the cause of all this is out of commission. But of course, Sigrun, you are still here. Sort of under Tycho's mercy, at least for the moment. Tycho, what do you do?
3: Say, it is over. Elaine has been defeated. Are you, do you wish to... Join with us again, or are you still going to go down this path where you attack your allies? And I will actually, um, uh, release her. um, I'm so like guarded. Like I I don't want her to just like get up and just immediately stab me, Uh but I am going to like show a little, uh, you know, um, I'm going to give a little, right? Like, So I'm letting her go.
0: Sigrun, he's released his hold on you. There is an opening. You can strike if you want.
1: Well, I'm kind of curious. Like, It, it, doesn't, look it doesn't look like, like something, something that I... I haven't seen this before. before but, but he's, he's talking, talking to, to me like he, like he knows me. me.
0: But, but he attacked,
1: attacked me unprovoked. unprovoked. Wasn't unprovoked.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the moment... I want to, I want to
1: use, um, uh, I want to use my, aunt, uh, and I want to see, uh, a reveal, like, like I get a warfare, warfare boost. I want to see his weakness, weakness in this moment.
0: The weakness. i study him. Yeah. So, I mean, it is subtle what you do, um, in your senses. I mean, it's basically, he had the advantage. He fully was overpowering you with his strength and you were basically, unable to overcome that situation but for whatever reason he has relinquished that advantage and so i'll just attack him (laughs) okay um yeah taiko the golden glaive slices into you and cuts deep
3: okay So I think we're, we're back on, we're fighting again. Uh-huh. Because that, that makes it clear that this is not Sigrun. Or at least not the Sigrun I remember.
0: Okay, so what do you what do? you do Actually, okay, so Sigrun, you attack. Uh, you are next, Tycho. And uh, also, you see this, uh, both of you. Cassandra, I, I mean, like, the only remaining uh, assailant, if you yeah. will, is Sigrun at this point.
2: I, I will d- d- direct my psychic attack at secret
0: okay so (laughs) power word kind of comes out yeah um what are you doing
4: can Can i see see the jewel
0: yes it throbs yes you grab it and this pulse of energy kind of flows into you and in fact The moment you actually lay hands on it, it seems to transfer from Alain's throat into your hand, almost like leaping the distance. And you can feel the chain sort of wrap around the edges of kind of your extremities and start to kind of meld in with your skin.
4: I'm going to let it. I'm going to secure it so it is part of me.
0: Okay. Um, So then Sigrun
1: just attack
0: Tycho yeah just attack Tycho Uh, Tycho you're going to do what attack her back or what are you doing exactly Uh,
3: yeah we're fighting I guess so I'm definitely going to defend myself so yeah I guess we're, we're fighting
0: on okay So I guess you have a chance to, so so tell me how you approach it. Are you staying on the defensive, trying not to take hits? Are you going to go in, you know, risking attack? Like what, what, how are you actually approaching this?
3: I think I'm staying on the defensive right now because you just told me that, um, she does seem to fight with the same ability of Siguru.
0: Okay. So you're just basically Um, trying your best not to take any damage. Okay, so yes. what I'll say is this. I mean, between your armored form and your defensive posture and movement, you're taking superficial cuts as Sigrun, you're coming in for the slash, but then all of a sudden, whoosh, this contact strikes your brain and this nova explosion of psychic energy piles into you, Sigrun, and, and you drop.
2: Yeah, and you drop. Okay, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, Sigrun, stop, but <laughs> that's fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, man, that's
0: frightening. <laughs> Sigrun, you fall Did? and fall <laughs> and fall into this endless stream of darkness, little bubbles of light fairies and mushrooms begin to bubble up from the ground beneath you and you are turning and you can feel strange things happening ruffles on your clothes and the jangling of a chain or anklet or necklace piece of jewelry that jangles on your ankle as you fall, fall, fall into eternity. And then (laughs) you hit the bottom and there is candlelight and laughter and the clinking of glasses and you are surrounded by darkness. There are smells of wonderful tasting foods tantalizing the clinking of glasses and cups and camaraderie and explosions of joviality coming everywhere and echoing throughout the cavern and you feel your feet immersed in a puddle of liquid and you can feel it expanding in those concentric circles that kind of before you and your foot brushes up against something that's in the water and you can feel a tug on your leg?
1: Uh, I l- move my leg and try to get out of the water?
0: Yeah, so, so you certainly do, and you're kind of approaching the shore area, and then you realize you're sort of attached through this long, almost silver like chain. That is extended upon your leg and it's kind of snaking forward and, you know, going into the area of the light um, and you see that next to you in the water floating about are several kind of ducklings there looks like there's some sort of otter um there's like a mouse or something or a giant rat that's just kind of floating and splashing by and then you feel you feel that the the chain tug against your leg and you are actually kind of pulled quite strongly towards the edge of where the water and in in the dry land meet Uh, i speared the chain i cut cut it your spear twirls down and you know b- glows with light and it, it it jabs into the chain and there's an explosion and flash of light that is accompanied by the twittering of bluebirds what and <laughs> and the chain the chain is still there oh. and you feel yourself pulled even more and you hear <laughs> Your mother's voice Sigrun, come on We're gonna be late Oh my god this is madness Sword mother
1: Where are you?
0: We're gonna miss I'm the listening. party Now get a move on it Where where's the voice coming from? It's coming from deeper within the cavern. Now uh you feel kind of you know weird like the armor that you normally would wear like can you describe it? Oh, it's, it's, like like a, a, it's, it's like a, it's like chainmail and and, and 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 fur and almost like
1: a, like, like a, a big a uh, shoulder thing. thing like, like a what, what do they call those things on, on the shoulders? Pauldrons. Pauldrons. Yeah. yeah. And, no, and, no,
0: and, I, I don't think so. It's, it's, it's more of a kind of taffeta dress. There's a bit of a. <laughs> There's a bit of a crinoline. That's kind of below now, now because it's soaking a little bit and, you know, you're kind of, you know, in, 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 in this and, and you notice like, I mean, you know, uh, uh, um, reflected off of the cavern surface, which is kind of glowing with this, uh, you know, in in incipient light, you can see like this almost, you know, pale baby blue and you can feel not pauldrons, but sort of like the flare of of um you know the the like the puffs on on a dress and you can see the little oh. lace kind of um you know curves that kind of flow over the edges of your 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 elbow and you can feel the closed neck collar um, just kind of you know comfortably uh you know buttoned all the way up to your neck and
4: uh a Why? Re- Am I in my
0: and you reach into your hair and you, you, you pull on a, a a bow or a ribbon that is definitely kind of... Sigrun! Come on! You're going to miss the party!
1: It is a laugh, that is.
0: All right, the chain is now like... It's taut, right? No longer is it kind of just snaking, and and like you can feel. And if it is in fact your mother, her strength is significant, and you are actually physically being moved towards the center out of the lake. This kind of of course,
1: sword mother, I'm coming. I wouldn't want to be late.
0: (laughs) <laughs> All right, so you kind of walk in, and then you know, and then there's this explosion of kind of you know people cheering and and um, you know clapping, and um, you see like you enter like it's this wonderfully set table, like a spread of the most wonderful um, repast that you can ever see. Like everything from, you know, a game hen that's kind of dressed and, and, you know, and a pig with the apple and kind of sweet breads and cake and, you know, just a a glorious spread of of every possible delicacy. And you can see a mit and you can see your mother. And she is dressed also very similarly to you, but it's a little bit on the risque side. As you step in, <laughs> as you step into the light, like I mean, you can see yourself, and you're definitely, you know, dressed very, I don't know, conservative. Conservative, like there's no, you don't have a lot of skin showing, you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> it's it's, you know, just ribbon in the hair, all prim and proper. But your mother is like the sexy halloween version of that and and like you know like a low cut it's tight no it's not red you know in fact she's very much in blue and she you know again mirrors similarly to you except for it's like the sexy version and like she is like sashaying her way forward you know over and you can see like there is this one gentleman Uh, sort of, you know, silver and black, very dignified looking. He's got this, like, massive massive hat that kind of you know, just, you know, sits on his head and he is kind of, you know, making little winks and he's kind of gesturing, you know, to Swordmother to kind of come over and she actually kind of slinks over towards him (laughs) and, and basically kind of sits on his lap and you can see her kind of bat her eyes and kind of giggle and you can see her press her her bosom forward and it kind of strains the low cut top and you kind of enter the scene and everyone is kind of clapping and then you see um, and, and um, there is a very strange like you see um, Sorrel but she's kind what? of like Siamese twin kind of attached and connected to uh, Tycho and they've got these like kind of weird beanies uh, on, <laughs> and, and, and these kind of strange like halter top kind of things. And they're like, you know, they're kind of <laughs> waving at you. Um, Sorrel Dumb and uh, uh, Sorrel, uh, <laughs> Sorrel. Sorrel Dum and, and, and Sorrel D, what what are you guys doing? What, what do you say to the new guest at the party?
4: You're late.
1: <laughs> oh, of course I am. Of course I am.
0: Now there is this this bearded, um, regal um, man. Um, you know, with, with, you know, very masculine, very virile. Um, and he's got this kind of golden crown on his head. And he's got like this massive kind of golden chain. And there is like a brooch in the center that looks like it should have a jewel, but it seems like the setting is empty and it's basically just not there. But then he's dressed up completely in drag and he's like off with her head off with oh it. My God. <laughs> and, and then, uh so um you also see um that that crow that you killed or the raven the one that was kind of pecking out the eye was like ah hello welcome to the party and like its eye is hanging out and like it's head oh. is basically, like, you know, kind of disconnected from its body. And it's, oh, like, it's speaking awful. out of, like, the edge of its kind of severed neck. And its one wing oh. is kind of broken. And it kind of, like, oh, it's about time that you got here. What took you so long?
1: Oh, clearly I've been lost.
0: <laughs> and, uh... The, the uh, there's another crow, which seems to be, you know, all, you know, together, and it's got these kind of really twinkly eyes and everything like that, and it kind of flaps its wings, and it says.
2: You're always late, Sigrun. What is up with that? <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh clearly i don't know where i'm going or how to get there i never thought i would see day, but i think i need to hug cassandra and i uh i have a trump card somewhere don't i i've got one for deirdre going
0: okay out. oh are we gonna play cards are we gonna play cards and you can see that there's like this like this creature kind of smiles and like it just appears out of nowhere and it it looks like Gideon and it kind of shifts a little bit and then you know he kind of whips out like the the trump deck and he kind of you know f- uh, flares it open like with with expert thing pick a card any card <laughs>
1: okay so I pick a card
0: all right <laughs> it's the moon what did you think it was going to be
4: ha <laughs> <laughs> ha <laughs> Oh,
0: dear. Um. Well? Uh, yes, the moon. Is, <laughs> Why don't it, you it, tell it, us our fortune? <laughs> 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 now, Tweedle, uh, 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 Sorrel D and Sorrel Dum, you guys can comment at any time. Um, Mugen, you, you, know, you can certainly peck away. Just uh, feel free to contribute to the, uh, the, the the scenario.
2: That moon represents you being late, you know.
1: Uh, yes, I'm very late. Yes,
0: I indeed. Actually I don't even see a moon. It's like the moon is gone. Oh my god! Off with our hat.
1: Oh no. Fashion <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: I absolutely abhor cards. Can we play some other game?
0: <sighs> oh, that's an excellent suggestion. What shall we play? Sorrel D? Hide and Seek Hide and Seek That sounds like an excellent game That sounds
2: like an excellent game So let's all find Sorrel Not Sorrel, let's all find Sigrun
0: Sigrun there she is yes, and, there they, she and is. they all point at her <laughs> and, and you're like in the middle of this table and like all these kind of you know fingers are like pointed in your direction you can see that there's the little mouse that's trying to sleep by your, your your feet and it's kind of pointed upwards now you do notice something the mad hatter looks an awful lot uh, looks an awful lot like Corwin <gasps>
4: really? really?
0: And Swordmother is getting really comfy with him. Oh, Sigrun, I just love it here. Can we stay forever?
4: Oh
1: my god. Uh, I need. Um,
0: I'm, I'm going to try, try
1: Thurisaz, the Sorceress, sorceress disrupt. disrupt. I'm going to just dist- dist- try to disrupt whatever, disrupt whatever spell he's got on her
0: okay, um, you kind of, you know, flash your magic, and... There he th- th- Okay, so yeah, the power word, you know, kind of, you know, spreads out, and you can see, like, everybody, like, they're all pointing at you, and they're kind of all, like, looking expectantly to kind of see what's going on, and then, poof, um, all of a sudden what happens is her kind of, uh, you know, sexy dress, it becomes a little bit more schoolgirlish type of thing, and she's like... She turns around and she looks at you like, what, what did you do that for? I am can to do this my way if you don't mind. And then she kind of, you know, flicks her hand. And again, now we're talking full out kind of cocktail slinky dress with the stiletto heels, like still the same kind of color. And she still has that bow in her hair, but it's like over the top now. And she's just like leaning into Corwin slash the Mad Hatter and is getting a a lot closer. And the I I, Go ahead. I I, I
1: go go up and and I take his hat. And I say, Corwin, enough enough of this.
0: Oh, (laughs) another one. Why are you dressed like that, my dear? Now, you see, this lovely specimen, she is so... Wonderful, and she's so put together. You really need to loosen up a little. And he begins kind of pulling at one of the the, the ribbons that is at at the side of your dress, and you can feel it begin to unravel. Ah,
1: Corwin, this, this is childish. childish. What is your game?
0: Well. It's all games, my dear. We're having a party. A tea party, can't you tell?
2: Where's the cake? Oh.
0: Where's that cake?
3: What is wrong with sword, sword Mother? Right like right, Earl Grey, please.
2: Too
0: Earl Grey is coming
2: up. Yeah, I would like an Earl Grey too,
0: please. Okay, and they, they begin pouring like you know like and it, it it like the 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 teacups begin like magically like flying over and kind of stacking you know up and uh, you know like the 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 red queen is like off with her head and and like they they are pouring themselves and it's just kind of you know coming down and overflowing and like the 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 Chester Gideon he kind of flicks his tail <laughs> and like you know like the 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 tea just basically you know goes perfectly slides across the long table to each of all your positions and then the crow the one you know the broken crow basically takes his broken wing and starts to kind of do the pinky thing with his wing and then sips the tea
1: oh Oh my god
0: oh delicious
1: (laughs) (sighs) all right I I take uh, uh, a and and I pointed 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 at Corwin's Corwin's neck I I say Corwin
0: That's not the Vorpal Blade, is it? Snicker, snack. Rude. <laughs> I agree. Most rude. She doesn't even dress appropriately for the party.
3: And more than a little nude. <sighs>
0: right, I don't even um, know if she really belongs here. Do you think that we should basically send her back to the dungeon?
1: Is this really Corwin... Hey, am, am I not mad? Have I, I not mad?
0: Madness. Oh, hey, you,
1: you know, know what? what? I, I could just kill everything. Why not? <laughs> uh, I, I, oh, I'm mad here. <laughs> I, 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 I could just spear him.
0: Okay. Now, as you move to spear, your mother or whatever shouts out no and she parries your blade away. What are you doing? This is my lover, the Mad Hatter. How dare you try to ruin my party? And she begins, like you can see, her raise her hand about to kind of back slap you in the face. What do you do?
1: Uh, I will. Um, I will ensue that. I will uh, give myself a burst in warfare. Okay, uh, and I'm. My, I, my, I, want I want to fend uh, off a attack.
0: Yeah, you totally step out of her range type of thing. And then like you can see her kind of whip her blade out. And I mean, you know, her whole kind of, you know, form kind of, you know, jiggles a little bit, kind of fetchingly a little bit. But then, you know, the blade <laughs> is out in front of her. It's like, you won't touch him. He is mine. Isn't that oh, right?
2: Really? It is totally right. Sigrun, you have no right to the Mad Hatter leave him to your mother oh well please please. have at him then
0: well then i will now are you going to be civilized and you're going to join the party or will you just wander off on your lonesome because i will tell you something i do not wish to go i wish to stay at the party if you want to be a party pooper and leave well that's your decision to
2: the dungeon
0: to the dungeon
2: oh my god I
1: I I uh, I charge I charge Torwin with my spear
0: okay stopper uh, to the dungeon <laughs> okay so um basically your mother kind of parries it and stops it at like the edge of Corwin's kind of breast which actually you know this like one drop of ruby red begins kind of flowing down and then uh, King Eric in red he actually clutches at his jewel and he says my jewel my jewel where's my jewel where's my jewel I need it ruby red Look, um, I am not going to have you harm him. Not one hair on his beautiful body. If you don't want to play and you don't want to be nice and you just want to go sulk in your little room, go on ahead. Get out of here. Leave me mother, to the party. wake up. I am perfectly awake. This is not wit. real. You know you what? You are in the dungeon with me. I don't know what you're talking about. I think you're being a spoiled person brat and if you were to the
1: dungeon
0: to the dungeon (laughs) oh i backhand
1: her i'm trying to like just knock her aside so i can get a spear in on on corwin
0: okay she she catches your hand she is for most intents and purposes like stronger faster than you um you know maybe with a surprise if you actually struck her with the weapon that might work but when, when you're just doing like little slaps and stuff like that they're not you know the full force of a of a fatal intent and she basically just catches you and you know her her grip is strong what's wrong with you honey why why, why are you doing this why why are you being so horrible haven't i always given you marshmallows and ice cream uh
1: no you haven't actually um, I have a- You I lying
0: a, little brat! And she slaps you across the face, or at least tries to, Or at least tries to.
1: I have a splendid idea, Mother. Why don't we go on a little trip and we play another game? And this one involves Amber. And we could go there together. How about that? And we could can, we can, we can, we can meet up with the real Corwin, and, you know, I-, I
0: What do you mean, I, I, the real Corwin? The real Corwin is right here in the flesh, in all his glory. And then the the, Chesh- the Cheshire uh, Gideon kind of appears next to you and says, Do you want the Vorpal sword? Snicker snack? Snicker snack? <laughs>
1: I'll pass this time on the Snicker snack. Thank you very much.
0: Chub-chub-kalu-kale! Um,
1: mother... There There is is so so much much more fun to be be had had where I just was. You have no idea. Perhaps you'd like like to come come with me and and there'll be be a much better choice of men. Like, you can do so much better than Corwin.
0: There is no man that I would rather have than the one who is here right before me. Isn't that right, darling, my mad hatter? And she gives him a passionate kiss.
1: Oh, this explains a lot.
0: (sighs) And she turns to you and says, Look... I understand that you need your space. I understand that you just want to do your own thing. I understand that you don't want me, you know, controlling your actions. And so if you need to do your teen tantrum, go off on your own. Go, go on your walkabout. But leave me, leave me be. Mother, and And Sigrid will take her
1: spear and And she'll she'll point it it at her own heart. heart. And, and she'll, she'll say, come, come with me, on pain, pain of death. That's I need it. you
0: to focus. That does seem to get her attention. Sigrun, remember when we talked about this? The self-harm thing? <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not good. You, you really, you just need to think about this. Okay. We kept you. you. Need... I kept you away. I kept I kept you away. <laughs> I deliberately. Do you know how much I sacrificed for you? How much I sacrificed? I gave it up everything. I I gave up my oh. title. I gave up my everything. And this is how you repay me? You threaten me with with suicide? What oh kind of God. an ungrateful <laughs> child are you? Oh my
1: god, just take me to the dungeon. Just take me to the dungeon. Just take me to the dungeon. Please, please. I can't take it anymore.
0: Just take me to the dungeon.
1: To the dungeon! To the dungeon!
0: And basically, they march you away and you are accompanied up, 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 and your cell closes behind you and you are and remain in darkness. And with that, we shall close today's (laughs) session.